Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 218 for the week of April 14th, 2012. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with all the experts from RPG Gamer, every single one of them, except the ones who aren't. Starting off, we've got Michael Tidwell, president and resident bot author. Reading on the notes is like cheating on a test. Reading our notes to make sure he's informed today. All right. We also have Emmanuel It should be Marie. more improv. It should not be like, oh, I've started everything I know, and then I'm ready to go. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. We also got Emmanuel Marino. Um, Engineer extraordinaire, Dark War, uh, Grey Warden, uh, Spectre. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else? Monitor what else of many forms. And hey, join the Grey Warden responses. In he will tell you how many pets there are in Torchlight 2, and he will tell it to you in style. Aren't there seven? I don't know. That's why I asked there's, him. There's a new one. Oh. Named Falcor. Uh, no. That we discussed it last week. Uh, that's not no. the real Falcor, it's an imposter. Is it actually going to be in the game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were just photoshopping it for fun. No. For April Fool's? It was available to play at uh, yeah. PAX East. Well, that doesn't... Uh, uh, there's, okay. They just released a trailer uh, yesterday sh- showcasing all the pets and uh, their personalities, including Valcor. Also with us today, expert in Colonial <clears throat> Conquest, John Yerworth. No, I thought I was an expert in blowing up giant robots, because that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Well, yeah, but you're British, <laughs> so you're an expert in Colonial Conquest. Oh, clearly. Yes, clearly. Because I don't. Empire. Expert in colonial domination. Anna Marie Newfeld is here. I had a snazzy intro, and then I took an arrow into the knee. Yes. That works until you made it question mark. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to deliver it with more confidence. <laughs> more, oh. I had a snazzy intro. Haven't you ever heard him say that? Then I took that? an arrow uh, to the knee. Then I took an arrow to the knee. Oh, you can yeah, do it right. That's the Arnold that's, Schwarzenegger guy. Story. <laughs> that guy. That is my favorite game. voice actor in the game. <laughs> you sound like Rocky. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how he would do it, though. So I, I said it much more clearly. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a show. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Uh, let's see, we got a lot of feedback this week. Thanks, everybody, for contributing feedback. Uh, I'll tell you how to do that in a minute here. First up, Gaijin Manogatari says, Sorry, last week I didn't mention multiplayer in the Pokemon Conquest impression, but there's a wireless versus mode. There's also regular DLC material being released, it seems. So that's important to know about Pokemon Conquest. There's some level of multiplayer. Um, someone who spells his name very strangely but is pronounced Reason is right. says I got this one. Oh, go for all it. digital is hurting people's ability to get special edition boxes. Something I don't care to pay for anyway. I don't want to go to GameStop and hear about the million things I should be pre-ordering. Yes. Then you tell the guy at GameStop to shut up. And that kicked off a, a long discussion in our show thread last week about digital versus physical, and uh, a couple other feelings about it from freak girl was i haven't listened to the whole podcast yet but uh, i wouldn't be very fond of all digital gaming i collect games and i like to see their cases on my shelf when i have just a digital okay. copy i don't feel like i own them i wouldn't switch to, to just gaming on pc either i own a gaming pc but nonetheless prefer the consoles and the handhelds i just put the game in the console and it can play right away I think that attitude changes the older you get, the less room you have because you need to... it i i think it also changes as soon as you lose one of your games you're like, oh, I had that game, and then the CD broke, and that game is like eight years old, and I haven't seen it since, 
and you're like, boy, I sure wish I could just download it and keep playing. Hmm. Yeah. Our own Ocelot, um, staff member Ocelot, said there are two different issues here. One, whether or not people personally prefer to buy physical or digital games, which is a personal choice. And two, how the gaming landscape would change if console makers suddenly artificially prevented the physical sale of software. I don't really think number two is an imminent possibility, although there is a possibility that console makers somewhere down the line um, would do that. Separate from the used game debates and consumer rights, though, digital distribution on its own is just another option for buying games. One that I'm personally a fan of because of digital sales on older games and because I like minimizing clutter in my house. Um, I actually disagree with Aslan on this point because when you do digital distribution, um, you automatically get point two of preventing the sale. So don't think that actually makes i think number two is an imminent possibility but whatever so what do you guys think um i don't know <clears throat> i'm the more i've had the choice the more i've gone digital yeah i mean i look at my old boxes oh god i have shelves and shelves of old boxes and they're really nice except that they are still old boxes and i have to go i still have to find what i need i still need to you know i can sort it all i want but you get more boxes, you get more problems. When you have hundreds and hundreds more of boxes, games... More boxes, more problems? Nice. <laughs> isn't nice? You're just like, oh, I want to play this. Click the button, wait five minutes, and then play it. You know, I didn't have to install it again. I didn't, or I didn't have to get it off the old disks and everything and find the production codes if you, you know, completely uninstall it and all this crap. You're just like, oh, click Steam, click button, done. You know, it's funny. On that note, even this... Uh... <clears throat> the way computers are going, laptops are getting thinner and thinner. Everyone wants to like follow the ultrabook model, and pretty soon, most I think a lot of laptops, which are, like a lot of people are, are choosing over desktops, aren't just aren't going to have disk drives. Uh, not too long from now. Are you, are you talking a, a optical media drive? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to because you still need to put operating systems and things on them. No, no, no. I mean, I'm pretty sure Apple before long will not have any. Won't have any optical media they, drives. They already released machines with no optical drives. Well, they released machines. Sticks. Yeah, you just use the USB, and it's slow, but it works. Well, but soon enough they'll make it so that you could just jump it on the wireless network and in a download line. They already have it, so it can do that. Yeah. And you think as Intel starts pushing this ultrabook initiative, and their processors keep on getting better and better? I think pretty soon, like just like a base level laptop won't have an optical disk drive. My wife didn't have a disk drive for four years. The most annoying thing I ever had to deal with. Mm. I literally just gave up and started sharing my CD drive just so I didn't have to bother with it. I took it out of my laptop. Make room for if I took it out, drive. I'd have a giant hole. No, I mean, you know, I, oh, I just yeah. think it's funny. Like I'm like I think about I want like discs for like computer games and stuff, but then I think about. When's the last time I actually put a disc into my any kind of disc into my computer? I I can't remember the last time. Uh, when I installed Skyrim, I think. Really? Yeah, I bought the physical version. So. Oh, because yeah, I had the I collector's download. edition. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got Which, the crazy overpriced dragon sculpture. Was it worth it? I got the half no. price over, crazy overpriced dragon sculpture. It was not worth it. If, uh, no, if you paid 100 bucks for that thing, you should go and beat yourself in the head. 150 No, 50 for the game, 100 for the dragon. Whatever. And the book. It was not worth it. Maybe the book is worth 20 book's nice. Have you, have you guys seen the, the, the preview from uh, PAX East of the Borderlands 2 Collector's Edition? No, I have not. Uh, it's going to be $150. Uh, it comes with a, a Marcus bobblehead, the stuff that you would collect when you see them lying around. 
And it all comes in a red loot chest box that's like gigantic, plus a bunch of other stuff. And that's going to be one fifty. And I'm thinking like, man, I got the the Fallout Three collection with the lunch pail and the bobblehead and the art book and this and all that stuff for eighty bucks, like six, four or five years ago. And now for the same thing, you had to pay one hundred and fifty. Well, do you get like a? Oh, really? Yeah. Do you get like a lot of in-game goods? Maybe. They haven't announced that part yet, but it sounds like there's going to be more to it. But the big thing you're paying for is a box it's a and a bobblehead. It's a big chest and a bobblehead. And the, oh, guys, let me tell you, that's not worth it. Don't get caught up in the hype. Large boxes oh, that contain games, <laughs> God of War 3, um, are not worth it. Not worth it. Just, no. But it's Pandora's box. You remember that from the first game, don't you? Well, now, I'm seeing one place that says it's 149 and one place that says it's 100 Oh, there's two versions. If you just if you want only the bobblehead, it's a hundred. As a, as opposed to oh, oh. really? If you want fifty, it's a fifty dollar bobblehead. <laughs> uh, there's some uh, pictures online if you want to see it with Randy Pitchard next to it. Yeah, I, I've been looking. I can't find any. So I this makes oh there it is. Oh, that's <coughs> that's disgustingly sad. Don't buy that people. I already forgot what we're talking to. Borderlands Two Collector's Edition. Don't don't do it. Don't. Do I know it's like the nerd tax, isn't it? It feels. I feel so guilty. That's not a nerd tax. That's nerd punishment, right there. <laughs> you would know, right? Yep, I would. That's an interesting. Oh, that's yours. Oh, you have what? a weird collection of bobbleheads, Mike. I have your trophy. <clears throat> yes. And then on the left, I have Dave Kneehouse. <laughs> it's in the middle. Is a. Skyrim's giant ass dragon. Wait, what are I the cards? Right what? what? Oh, are those cards? are the Final Fantasy XI cards. Okay, you need um, you need an interior decorator. That's all I could say. You, you haven't what? laid out your uh, your your tchotchkes in an art in an aesthetically pleasing manner. I just Man, kind of a hodgepodge. <laughs> all us nerds, we have like all these pla- all this plastic crap stuck in your house, like, like where people used to buy paintings and like fine sculptures. I just thought of a new business. Oh, this is fantastic. You use Skype video calls and you do consulting on how nerds should lay out all their video game crap in their house. <laughs> oh, they're like, give me a tour and I'm going to sketch up what we should do and how it should look. Oh my gosh, you could make a killing. Everyone's got all this crap laying around. How oh, do you wait, make wait, it look wait, nice? Wait, wait, wait. You're forgetting one small problem to what? this plan. What? What? None of us have any aesthetics. Well, no, but somebody who uh, does. Wait, so- surely there's shut somebody. Up. I designed oh. Chris's living room and it looks great. No, no. Said clearly, okay, the the Gears of War, I mean, the Pandora's box should go next to the Ezio statue. Clearly. You designed my kitchen area, not the living room. The living room is still mostly untackled. The follow bobblehead uh, goes on top of the microwave. You have two of the three walls covered in pictures, yes. and it looks good. <laughs> the only reason the third wall isn't finished is because you haven't put up the thing you paid to get framed. Right, but we have the bookshelf. And all the games and stuff. Like the actual floor space is not designed in this room. Yeah. So it is not done. Walls. I said walls. And And I'm saying, if you want to be the person. Buy a new friggin' bookshelf. If you want to be fashion eye for the nerd guy, then you need to to conquer the challenge of the floor space to show that you've got the chops. Can you imagine that TV show, Fashion Eye for the Nerd Guy? It'd just be like, okay, today you're wearing this E3 shirt, this this triple XL shirt. With these cargo pants. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you tell a kilt. 
with this utilikilt. <laughs> no, oh. no utilikilts. That'll be like their thing that they hate utilikilts or something. You know, okay, you've got to have something that they're against, right? Oh my goodness! Everyone <laughs> would be Carson like... would be completely against utilikilts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the other ocelot says that his office is mighty fine. All right, six bookcases. That, that's of, where my office oh. lives, and that's where the games live. Mm-hmm. It's my den, though. It's. I thought you have somebody it's living in it. It's off the man cave. You have somebody living have... in it. Oh, hey, the other just... place. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So next letter from uh, Bogrot. Ladder. Letter. I said letter. You said ladder. I said letter. Ladder. Hello. Ladder. Feedback. Whoa, Chris. What's with the Bioware anger, dude? I'm not wanting to get in the issues again or anything, but I just thought it was interesting that in all the episodes I've listened to and all the topics that have been discussed, I think that's the angriest rant I've heard you have. Was it uh, most passionate you felt about a topic or were you just in an excitable mood? Um, the sad part is that's just me wound up. <laughs> that's when he actually puts emotion into things. Yes. <laughs> it does happen but before. It's be- happened before on this show, actually. <laughs> Usually it involves me. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> um, what was I doing last Do week? we want to touch on... We've got we to gotta close the loop on Mass Effect 3 at some point. Do we do that now or we do that later? Can I go to sleep now? Later. Later? Okay. Question. Wondering about getting a 3DS and maybe a PS Vita. Having a young family and not much free time. Playing most of my games in bed while everyone sleeps. Which one do you reckon will have the best RPGs? Oh, goodness. And then he talks about how the 3DS is outselling the Vita. I don't know. Do you guys know? I'm going to be contrary. Vita. All right. I'm going to be contrary and say, don't get a 3DS or a Vita. Get a nice laptop that can play games and install Steam. And you can get a huge variety of games. You can in his play. bed. He's gonna when? have a well, you can't like nice play my table. laptop. He's playing it in his bed while people sleep. He wants it to last a few hours and not be hot on his lap. We can get like those those little lap desks. I have a, I have a tray in the bed. Are you Ugh. listening? If you fall asleep, it get you poke yourself somehow. <clears throat> if you fall asleep, it closes. The the tray. No, the, the laptop. Lap no, the lap desk. We're talking about you. Just, how big is this? Do you think this desk is, man? You just pick it up and you put it aside when you're done. Uh, I'm, you haven't seen the one I have Michael uses. I have a laptop, <laughs> and it's only got two inches, maybe on both sides. I, I was just thinking because it's also if, a tetanus if, risk. I just say not. It's got plastic around the metal. <laughs> I was just thinking because a lot more Japanese games are coming to PC. You have Steam. You can play Western RPGs. No man. Vic Ireland says there aren't any JRPGs on Steam, and the ones that have come out are unsuccessful. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, never Victor mind. Victor Island is the final word on this matter. Get a 3DS then. Enjoy it. Um, I, I mean, if you, if you can f- deal with having a laptop in bed, that's pretty cool. I don't know. I like to use a controller while I'm in bed rather than a touchpad or a trackball so or a mouse. A controller. Yeah, I guess. I got my 360 That's controller. a lot of hardware to have with you in bed. I think... Well, Have any of you guys tried be- to do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First, I got away from Anna to grow up. Yeah. Then, I do this all the time. We spend one night a week where we just where you, you know, play hang out in the computer bedroom, games and in she's bed? got her laptop, and I've got mine, and I'm usually playing Amalur or something. That sounds so very, very sad. Okay. That's not sad at all. Okay. I mean, think about it this way. What's more sad is if he spent his... Sad? If he was upstairs in his office and she was downstairs and they spend no, they're together, they're bonding, but they 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 there's they have quality time for each other. You don't understand. Together. That's what they already do on the couch together. They've just transitioned it into the bedroom for some reason. I'm not going. The bed is more comfortable than the couch. I all don't right, know. all right, fair enough. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. 
I think it'd be more sad if he if what's if he was in the garage playing games and she was like in the bedroom. <laughs> that's more sad. All right, get the laptop. <laughs> that's that's the cast. Do you agree, John? Too. What? Get a laptop? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say <laughs> it, I'd probably say that until both the 3DS and the Vita get more games. Yeah. Well, I mean. <clears throat> I think the main point is don't buy either of these systems right now because you should buy them when the games actually come out. Yeah, I have both. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even need a super powerful laptop because there's if, if, you, if you've been playing a lot of games on PC, there's a huge back catalog on GOG, on Steam, that can run on just about but, anything now. Yeah, I... What? If you're going to do that... No, I'm just thinking because he could spend as much... He could buy both systems for the price of a decent laptop, you know? No. Yeah. No. What? Mine was eleven hundred. Two fifty plus one seventy nine is both systems. We yeah, didn't that's say like a smackingly awesome laptop. We said a good said a de- this stuff. No, a decent one. Decent that's four hundred twenty nine. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, you're going to pay more for the laptop. And that's not yeah. true. At well, this that's point, not even, the same. Even Intel integrated, like the Ivy Bridge, is going to be decent enough. Yeah, but you're going to be limited. You're not going to play most of the new stuff. Yeah, you, you sure want, you can. You Ivy that, Bridge can run a can run a Skyrim on medium settings. That's, Ivy uh, Bridge on a desktop can. Ivy Bridge on Ivy a laptop Bridge. cannot. It can still run Skyrim. Uh, I I I I'm going to challenge that claim. I need to. see All right, some, that's it. I'm going to an Antec right now. I need to see some proof on that one. I don't. I'm going that. to an Antec. I, I also right don't now. think Skyrim medium settings is what you want to see. Well, on a laptop, <laughs> on a Skyrim medium bed? settings is fine. My laptop plays Ultra. <laughs> Not well, I guarantee you. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I, left <laughs> I want to side-by-side side that one. <laughs> Next on our Tech Geek podcast, we're going to talk about uh, new controller my, com- my computer with, like, the GTX 5-something card struggles at 1080p Skyrim on Ultram. So. Yeah, you have a GTX 5-something de- mobile version. It's not the same. So? It's not the oh, same. Blah. Uh, <laughs> it's also been optimized for Skyrim with the new drivers. <laughs> yes, and then that's well. not true. Most did you read that? Did you read that? It was like five games. They're like, here's a Hundo driver set to play five games better. Yep, that's what they do. I was like, okay. that's normal. That's normal. All right, what do you say, Manny? Oh, I was just saying. Actually, most desktop uh, Ivy Bridge systems use an HD 2500 chipset rather than the four thousand. The four thousand is more. Because you need oh, this is just too next question. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the wrong podcast. For this. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast for this. Um if you've got some good suggestions for a laptop that's very budget minded but will play most current games pretty pretty decently, throw them in the in the uh the thread. Most games are running. I'm breaking from the crowd and saying three D S because if you don't have a DS you can still play all the games from it. The end. Eh, I'd say get a used DS then. Get a used DS for fifty. For bucks, super right? cheap. Because it'll play, it'll look nicer on the used DS than it will on the 3DS. Hey, but remember, even a crappy laptop now is at least as powerful as an Xbox 360. <laughs> Get into science stuff. They're awesome. They don't program it such to take advantage of it in the same way, but yeah, you're probably right. Oh, come on. Oh, you're right. You're right. All right. Um, the record, this one though. from <laughs> someone who either identifies himself as John Public or Master Chief um, <laughs> says, Hey there, RPG Kiss. Let's talk about this PS4 slash next Xbox rumors. They're all coming from irresponsible blogs, by the way. Um, Was that a black woman you just did? Let's talk about... (laughs) I I was about to bail on it for the rest of the letter because I realized it was such a bad voice. It seems that people have conditioned them to... 
themselves to believe that the whole game industry has dedicated itself to ripping people off to the exclusion of all else. I find it weird that people had so easily accept negativity to say nothing of our tendency to believe it's the whole industry, as opposed to the reality that it's a few companies that have very anti-consumer practices. Oh, goodness. The GameSpot editor suggests that we have a tendency to fly into hyperbole. I also believe a lot of the negativity is rampant. Basically, why do we believe the game industry is out to screw us over? The problem is, is that all these rumors end up having just a hint of what's believable, so they sucker a lot of people in. Like the WES. Chris. What? I don't know. Fake. Oh, is it? That's too bad, because it would have been nice. Yeah, except the whole point of the article was that it was supposed to clarify the confusion, and it didn't. Well, who cares? Who cares? If I mean, that's even wrong? Chris is falling for this stupid stuff. That's I mean, not, I'm just Anna, saying. Anna, that's not. That's who cares about the name? I don't care if I get misled about the name, and that's not the point. What about the game industry? Are they out to 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 screws over? You know, it, it's sort of like uh, you know, it, it's just like the recent controversy over Apple products in China and how Apple is this disreputable company and blah blah. blah. Uh, like they're really yeah, doing but really bad. Being not true. Well, not only, but there are, but there are truths to it for sure. There are definitely problems with how manufacturing happens at Foxconn plant factories. But the oh, thing yeah. that it's solely the domain of Apple, it, when it's actually the entire consumer, like electronics consumer industry as a whole, it's sort of like right. But I mean, the other problem was even the worst stories that you're talking about. Mr. Daisy goes to Apple, right? Yeah. Yeah, even like some of the worst examples he gave in that, like the guy who couldn't move his hands anymore and the underage kids that were working and like the ones that were like, <gasps> they were all fake. But and the, but the truth, the, but there are some problems of overtime and number and there's like a complicated thing about workers wanting that overtime. And but the, but the only point I was trying to make is like Apple's, they make $11 billion profit. So their head, their, their nails sticking out the highest. And of course, if you know, you stick out, you get the hammer, right? Right. I mean, you're, but, but the truth is, like, like there's problems all over the industry. I think the big thing is people focus on EA and Activision because they're, like, the two biggest companies. Well, the other problem is is that EA has a bad reputation on both sides of the aisle because almost everybody I know that's worked for EA has been, like, it was the worst job I ever had. I knew going into it that everybody said, don't take it. And... I went and I worked there because it looks good on a resume and I got a job somewhere else. And when you start hearing that over and over again, I think that's where consumers start to build up this, well, EA isn't a no, good place. No, this to has work, nothing to do. So. That you guys are completely you are so inside. The, people don't build up negative Seriously. impressions about EA based on what game programmers go through. They build up they, negative impressions of EA because how they get screwed at the checkout counter. Right. Uh, actually, I built up an impression of EA based on how they treat the games program. But you're inside. Ta- okay, but here's okay. one. Of the, you guys are talking about, okay, so some programmers had it rough and they had stories and stuff. Okay, that I think is a little too inside. The fact that they get giant lawsuits against them, against their employees, that would be something I would notice. Sure. Uh, the online From pass the stuff is yeah. like a big deal. Right but you know, it's interesting because Rockstar got the same kind of got a similar lawsuit, and that sort of rolled off their back. Well, like, they actually made games that people wanted to play, and they don't charge them and turn off the servers in a year and stuff. You know, maybe know. my problem with this whole EA fiasco is I don't even know if I own a game by EA. Um, by EA, mm-hmm. you okay. probably do somewhere. 
I'm not How sure I do. Not- uh, you do. You have EA Sports Active because I bought it for you. You're right. Okay. But yeah, beyond that, that one, another one? I mean, I haven't don't- played it yet. I don't have an opportunity to play it here. I need to bring it back to your house. You don't have Reckoning. You don't have... Nope, she doesn't. No. All right, I think we're all going... Like, we don't we need like to go down the points. list of EA games Anna does or doesn't own. Um, going to, I don't know, so it's interesting. It's interesting, though. So how, right? about, I mean, how about see, I, EA I, games that were distributed under, under the Square title? Well, I don't even care about EA in this whole discussion, because this is about the, the console makers, in my opinion. Like, what is the PS4 and Xbox going to do in um, making us think that they're, uh, you know, in, in, in protecting our consumer interests or taking advantage of how much money they think we can get out of us, right? Um. I think my problem with Sony is I don't trust them very much because I think they've been, they've been stagnant. And they're all, and a lot of their stuff. I think it's like it's only recently that Kaz has started to pull, modernize that, like, that stuffy old Japanese company. Now that he's become president, he's trying to modernize the company a lot more now. But I feel like for a long time, they've just been sort of, this is how we do things at Sony. Ericsson's that separate group. Our group is over here. You know, our music group does this and this does that. And like, there's like six different companies in one, all doing their own, all moving in 10 different directions, never communicating with each other. Crappy DRM on that front, like, okay, understandable DRM here. Uh, you know, it's just bad licensing problems left and right. Just, I think maybe Kaz is finally, under, like, I mean, Kaz Nori Harai is finally. <clears throat> Trying to bring all that together and make it like a more flexible co- corporation. Yeah, but, but the, for the most, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I agree um, with something I heard on a recent twit is that they probably should just break those pieces apart, split into three or four pieces, like the consumer electronics division, the broadcast. They actually already are pieces, at that point, you know? and, and, and unless Kaz brings them together, they 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 might as well be. Hmm. I thought they were pretty much separated at this point. Well, are we all talking about? Sony. S- well, yeah, they're Sony owned still? by Sony, but they no. run each department. They have one CEO, you know. Right, oh. but the problem is, is they don't talk to each other. We see it in Sony Japan. We see it in Sony of America too. But like I said, Kaz, he has a lot of experience in the PlayStation Group, working with the United States Group, working with the Japanese Group. He's one of the only people who's really wasn't had his fingers dipped in every, like in every pool. Okay, I mean, whatever, in every pot. My analogy is totally mixed up in my mind, but you know, um. But I feel like if he actually does a good job of modernizing the company and like sort of bringing these groups together, he, maybe we can actually have a company that we can be like, wow, look, look at what they're doing together. Look, my PSN. Like even the fact that it's not even a PSN ID, it's your – what's it called? A PlayStation – a Sony Entertainment ID now? What is it called? SEN? SEN. The fact that they're doing that now is like a – it's probably – it's like a good sign of what could maybe come from that company. But they need to keep pushing because right now they, they've been this really stagnant – old stuffy corporation like even nintendo look how long it took them to even get to online to online stuff and it's not even until like the wii u where you can where they're promising finally that you're gonna have like an actual online account and an online id to redownload stuff and connect all your things together look how long it took them i still don't believe they're gonna pull that off i neither do i honestly they're not gonna get on the first try well they've done little tries and it's just uh, every time they find some way to make sure that's restrictive I mean look at Sony look how long it it took them this long just to get PSN sort of up to snuff and it's just like it's like okay it's it's, it's decent and it works it's still probably not as good as Xbox Live but yeah but I don't have to pay for it yeah Oh. So I, I guess I just go back to the thing. Who who are you going to trust with your money more? 
who you think is going to screw you less, Sony or, or Microsoft? Hmm. What? Well, I mean, because remember, like these new, these new uh, machines. We've been talking for like the last three episodes, like how these new machines are going to have uh, not allow for used games, and you're going to tie your games to online accounts. You know, the industry will put up with that as long as the players put up with that. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't like it, don't play along. It's that simple. If they make games that you like, that you're forced to buy it new, and you buy it new, then they've won. Okay? If that's your problem, and you still buy it, then I don't really have any sympathy for you. If you are going to take a stand, and you're not going to buy it, and you can you know, get other people to do the same thing, the industry will change. Their point is to make money, and as long as you want to keep buying the games to the point they make money, they'll keep doing it. I totally agree. But what if I say this to you? But I, but I don't want to be left out. I like gaming and I want to play the new games when they come out. Then you are part of the problem you are complaining about. I, I, so, I don't know. If it doesn't bother you to the point you won't buy the game, you don't have an argument. I mean, the only answer is regulation. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> so I have to buy my games from Canada now? Yes. <laughs> All right. Not that far. I'm done with this topic. (laughs) All right. We got a letter from Ocelot. The the, the other Ocelot says, Dear Republican primary candidates. (laughs) That's pretty weak, dude. These questions are guaranteed to tickle your brains or eat them. Subject title of the email is Zombies, Zombies, Zombies. So number one. I'm going to fail at this. How OCD are you when it comes to completing RPGs or any other games for that matter? Do you have to get every single side quest item and achievement? I do. I do not need to get every achievement. <laughs> well, I've not achievements. Anything, achievements are stupid. But I am still 99 <laughs> hours in Amalur, and I haven't left the first continent. <laughs> Which is just why I don't play those games. Just, you don't that have to. Just, it's that so allure just fun. doesn't attract me. <clears throat> um, then don't play it and finish it in 30 I'm, games or 30 I'm hours. I'm going to say situationally, yes. Because there are games that it's like, I need to go back and get everything done. Um, but largely, no. What kind of games make you want to do it all? Um, I was mad when I missed some of the summons in Final Fantasy V the first time I ran through it. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I, I kind of I feel like I want to do those things, but then I, I think to myself... I'm spending three hours hunting for this one achievement or this one extra, like, super spear on the side. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, these four hours that I'm spending yeah. looking for this one item, I could I could have beaten, like, an indie game. When I, I played Final Fantasy X, I did not go back and get all the super weapons. Because I'm thinking, I can dodge lightning for 200 no. strikes. I or I can beat, that. I can go play Crisis 2. Yeah, I do like the ones that are actually doable. Oh, but some of these are just terrible. Dodge lightning for 200 strikes. If you get yeah, hit, start over. No thanks. no thanks. I I didn't do anything in Final Fantasy like all the way until Final Fantasy 12. I don't know what it was about it. Wait, wasn't 12 was the worst? Because if you open this one chest that's like looks like every other chest. I'm not chest. talking the weird-ass crap for the Zodiac Spear, which isn't even the best weapon anyway. I'm talking about all the marks, all the extra content. Not the random, you know, well, if you do this, you don't do that. If you need a guide to figure out how not to open a chest, you know, forget it. But <clears throat> to actually finish the game, go back, and then kill every big monster, including the one that took me three days. You know, 
that was the only time I'd ever done that. I didn't do that for the weapons. I didn't do that for Final Fantasy X's ultimate weapons. I didn't do anything like that. I don't know what it was about 12. I just had to do it. You know, I, I will do side quests, but I won't do collectibles. I'll skip collectibles, but I will do side quests. I, I always feel like a side quest makes me stronger. I get more money. I'll get better items. I'll make me a better fighter. Right there, you know? It was like, oh, I can go and continue the story by going left, or I can have a nice looping side quest going right and then go left. I'll do that. You know, but it was yeah. like, well... Fallout 3? Go back, you know, four towns or something. Yeah, forget it. Oh, yeah. Like, I love... Like, for me, like, some of the... Like, for, like, a game like Oblivion, this, the side quests were, like... Especially in like the Chevy Niles, were like the most fun I had. It was more fun than the, the main game. So I was I made sure to peek under every rock in that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how you I like all your NPR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I, I know nothing great. about the Fantasy Star series, says Ocelot. But there's been a lot of buzz about Fantasy Star Online too. What are the top three reasons I sh- why I should care and maybe even get excited for this game? You shouldn't. The end. Boom. Um, it's free. <laughs> Great. So the there's no invest- there. It's free, so there's no investment for you to put up front if you want to even just give it a try. I think that, to me that's exciting. I like that. If they just realize they can't actually sell this game anymore. It's the same stupid game. If you haven't played Fantasy Star Online, go for it. It's a fun game. If you have played it before, don't. Anna's right. It's free. Just try it for like five minutes. If you like it, keep going. If you don't, stop. I think if you haven't played PSO before, you will like it. I, I, I um, don't know. I, I haven't played PSO since the Dreamcast, so I'm excited about it. Hasn't changed. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's free. Play it because it's free. Right? Why? why? Because. My time is not, not free. If you're playing crappy games like Terra, obviously your time is not worth much. Oh. <laughs> free-to-play games are getting better, Chris. The entire genre exactly. and our entire industry is moving towards the free-to-play model. As a matter of fact, it won't be long before Call of Duty. It's I, a- I honestly don't have a good reason to be excited about it. Um, when they say it's f- free, yeah, because it's free-to-play microtransaction. I'm going to try it because I have a Vita and I have um, you know, PC, and so I could give it a shot. But... Uh, why not? Everyone says it's like Diablo, but Fantasy Star, right? Is that the idea? I never played the old ones. That's why I'm going to do it. No, yeah, it is pretty much like that. No, Diablo has so much more. I mean, in PSO, it was four zones. Oh. Over and over and over. Then why do people over. play it so much? <clears throat> because it's still collectible crap. Hmm. And you get stronger, and then the monsters get stronger, and then they drop better stuff, and then you go and you do it again. I mean, it's like if Torchlight had 10 floors, and you just, when you got to the 10th floor, you went back to the top, and then you did it again, but the monsters were harder. That's how I feel about Torchlight. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no, no, well, Torchlight 1 is, honestly, it's, yeah. it's not as great, it's not really that, it's not going to, again, that's going to stand up the test of time. But uh, th- my problem with these kind of games, I think with the, maybe the Japanese model of the of the Diablo clone, is that the, the levels aren't really well randomized, so it's like, I always know. No, 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 no. There's no randomization in PSO. None at all? It's the exact same zone. You. Every That's what I'm saying. No time. randomization. I can't do that. I, it's I know the, the same. Is- uh, uh, correction. It's the same uh, basic layout. Uh, they randomize the positioning of, well, everything in it every time. 
That's no, how it works. Not in the original PSO. Yeah, it was. They changed. There were four different. Okay, uh, wasn't is anybody saying that this is a good thing either way? No. Because okay, back then. I'm going to make an executive decision in the interest of moving on. Don't buy this new one, or don't get to play the new one. <laughs> the RPG cast is not in favor of being excited for Fantasy R Online 2. So. I don't know who is excited. That's what I can figure <laughs> out. All these people are excited. I'm like, who? Yeah, people have I am. Oh, why? Why? Because fun, Fancy Star, as I've, I've said on the podcast like four times now, Fancy Star Online was the, one of the first online games I ever played. I'm at least going to give it a chance. So it's nostalgia. Yes. yes. Okay, fair enough. So play I it if you have nostalgia. Just to see if it changes something. Yeah, we're all going to try it. So, yeah, I see the truth coming out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you, should, you shouldn't be that excited for it, but look forward to trying it because, you know, everyone's going to be like, eh, why not? Zombies, zombies, zombies. Question number three. How excited are you, or not, for the Resident Evil the sixth this year? By the way, I can't believe that the most creative they could, thing they could come up with is the quote-unquote C virus. Come on. Anyone excited for RE6? I, I wasn't. Def- I've been Evil. hearing good things. I've been hearing good things from the giant bomb people. The only thing I know about Resident Evil was the fact that people said, oh, how come you don't like Parasite Eve 2's movement schemes, just like Resident Evil? And I said, well, I guess I know what series I'll never play. You know... The thing that's been interesting me about Resident 6 is how bad the marketing campaign has been for it. They Resident have misspelled, Evil. <laughs> they've, they've misspelled Capcom, C-A-P-C, how did they do that? C-A-C-P-C-O-M, that was it. That was in was um, some of their trailers. Yeah. And then um, they put up uh, posters in EB Games, oh, I guess GameStop, and it was Rechieve. R e c h i e v e. Seriously, I didn't see yeah. that one. The latest one was yeah. a game fax misspelling mm-hmm. that said um, uh, "mercenary." No, not mercenaries. Um, they had an extra H in there too. Yeah, like, I think it was mercenaries. You're right. I'm sorry, but after you release a game with a cover of artwork you don't even own. Oh, which one was I- that? You remember oh, the, opening, they did the IGN watermark with the IGN watermark? That was epic. <laughs> well, they they own the art. They just why did they go there for? It? <laughs> yeah, I mean they didn't own the actual piece of they they own the content. They didn't use an original, basically. They didn't find the original piece to put on their box <laughs> art. After that, you can misspell anything you want. I honestly, guys, the misspellings that. have been so frequent. I think it's part of a long term marketing strategy. Have realized that they actually are zombies. I think what, it's is some sort lowering of lowering expectations. No, I think it's some sort of like all, you know, like alternate reality games and stuff like that have long term like just weird, random crap going on, and there's a payoff later. I think there'll be some sort Resident, of big payoff later, like um, typing of the dead like, seven, you know, because you yeah. need to learn how to spell. I don't know. <laughs> I just they haven't paid attention to anything. It's House of the Dead, Capcom. That's probably not even Capcom. House of the Dead. Video game, Sega. It's Sega, <laughs> so that won't even work. Great. <clears throat> well, they can they can make an alliance, you know, like they did for Nintendo Zelda. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we really need to learn how to spell. Um, what about Deadlight? An interest from the RPG crew for even more zombie. If ad- I don't know what Deadlight is, I don't know either. Deadlightgame.com, <laughs> Tequila Works. Yeah. I'm clicking it, but I have to watch a trailer. There's no screenshots. Uh, I can edit the link. An Xbox Live Arcade game. I don't know anything about this. So, no interest. 
I Freak generally girls, don't like games. The chat, the chat room is more interested than us. Sorry. Uh, Manny, you, you're into survival horror, yes? No? Maybe? Yes. Uh, I like shooting people in the face, if that's what you're getting at. Oh. That wasn't, but uh, I can go with that. So you're not really a Silent Hill person? You're more of a Resident Evil person well, then? Well, there hasn't been a good Silent Hill like in five, six well, years. I don't know. I I'm keep hearing conflicting things. I keep hearing conflicting things about the Wii one. So oh, the Wii, like, but that's almost not even really a Silent Hill game. It's such a departure. Wasn't it a remake the, of the first one or something? I'm confused. No, it's it's like sort of. Sort of? Okay. All right. That's probably the issue. All right. <laughs> no, but it's good. I mean, the Wii one is good, but it's just if you look at like the big budget Silent Hill games, like the last yeah. three ones on PS3, garbage. Okay. And there's like 20 more out this year, oh, right? I am playing Amnesia The Dark Descent, which is like probably the best scariest survival horror game made like in the last five years like this little indie title it's I told you guys about it last week first person survival horror and that's all I know because I lose interest when I hear the word survival horror so oh but it's not it's not what you think I'm not collecting herbs or anything it's just it's all atmosphere no it's, it's the horror mature. part I don't like oh it's okay. not the puzzle part <laughs> no alright no I'm easy to talk to is apparently excruciatingly scary it, it's yeah. like not for me definitely not it was one of the games I had to study for my game studies unit at university last year um, and yeah, it, it, it's kind of, it's shit scary to someone who kind of scares easily. All right. Well, you know what? There's an out here for me. No, question number four. If zombies aren't your thing, Fez just came out on Xbox Live Arcade. Perhaps cute 2D characters exploring a 3D wonderland is more like it. And I would say, no. oh, Phil Fish is a racist. <laughs> I am never going to play his game. No, I'm I'm down for Fez. I downloaded the demo. I just haven't gotten around to trying it out yet. I'm looking forward to it. I was really excited for Fez like three years ago. Um, I've lost some of that excitement because it's just taken too darn long. <laughs> and I hear it's uh, very puzzle heavy, which I don't know if I was looking for out of that. But uh, I'll give it a shot. Looks fun. Phil Fish doesn't care about Japanese people. Oh, stop that. I was excited about Fez to realize it wasn't Rez, and then I stopped thinking about it. <laughs> No one else cares about Fez here? What about John? John likes indie games, right? No? Well, no, I've never heard of it. Fez? You've never heard of Fez? Nope. What? They made a movie about it called Indie Game, the movie. <laughs> never heard of it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Google it. It's, uh, actually, it's, no, it's wait, one of these the, 2D the... that you spin the camera around. It's actually 3D, but you have to like, spin around to four sides of the world and all that stuff. No, I was going to say... I, I think I have actually heard of it. Wasn't that that one game that stirred up some quite a bit of controversy in the indie scene for getting massive funding from Microsoft to finish it or something? I don't know, probably. I just seem to remember... So, so there it, was a it, it, it won IGF awards like twice. Yeah, so go figure that I seem to remember out. there was some controversy over it because uh, like some of the other people who entered games into the um, IGF awards were like, well, he's received huge amounts of funding from Microsoft. And um, I, I think the IGF I mean, has know, terrible I, standards. I don't think he's an indie developer anymore. You know, he's <laughs> he's got tons of money from Microsoft. I was at the IGF and hey, the award show too. Oh, I you were about that. Oh, yeah, I was this year. I was at the award show when Phil Fish won that thing. I was sitting next to him. Or something. The first time? Oh, I think this the third time. I think. <laughs> I thought it was only twice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I, I think like it was like he won best game twice or something like that, which is just so weird. Whatever. Um, final question. Prediction. You take three zombies, two prinnies, Mitt Romby, who is not a zombie, and the witch doctor from Diablo 3. You put them all in a room together, and then you turn off the lights for approximately 12 minutes. What do you see when the lights come back on? 
Um, I don't know. Mitt Romney fired them all. No, I was going to say, the printing that's left, and it's the only viable Republican candidate. Ah. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, the problem is, is that no one in the room has a soul, so it's hard to figure out what's going on. No, the printies have hey, souls. Hey, the witch doctor has lots oh, of souls. The printies have souls. Yeah, that's about- the, you don't know your printy lore, Anna. You fail. Dude. I know, I know, I know. No one is there except for the two printies because they have stuffed Mitt Romney and the witch doctor into their tummies. Oh. And they just killed the zombies? Zombies just fell zombies over. Maybe we care. just have one zombie left, I mean, one printy the left, and he's a zombie? Have brains, zombie. Right? You have to have one printy I mean, left. I don't technically have brains. Wait, I'm confused. Wait, the witch doctor's controlling everyone. How do the printies the, not the have brains? The witch doctor summoned the zombies. It, the the printies are all voodoo. <laughs> and Mitt Romney's whole soul to the little? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a fine candidate, <clears throat> and he's a great no, choice to be the Republican nominee. I will give him my vote this fall. All right, you know what? I will. I will go with he is the he is the best Republican nominee they have. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> they were all so bad. Ron Paul, twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty sixteen. <laughs> Throne of Dravaris writes in and says, "Forgot to bring this up earlier, but the Legend of Grimrock is not a wizardry clone like you guys seem to think it is. It is based on Dungeon Master and Eye of the Beholder, which, despite being first person and party based like wizardry, play quite differently to games that like Etrian Odyssey and Strange Journey. The biggest difference is that combat and grid movement is done in real time, and there is an emphasis on puzzle solving. Uh, and then he links to a trailer. So yes, I, I did look into this. So it's like um, first person wizardry, except it's you know." There's no turns, really. It's all real time. You move back and forth. And it sounds like as you get later in the game, you have to kite enemies around a lot. I was thinking about jumping into it and trying it out, but that kind of turned me off there. Um, it's a short one. It's an indie game. You can get it for like thirteen thirty nine on Steam right now. The Legend of Grimrock. Uh, Ilya Moromitz says, Chris was right. When you take something that fans have been wondering for the longest time, Tali's face, and use a barely photoshopped stock image photo from the internet, instead of actually working on it yourself, your claims of artistic integrity have pretty much gone down the tubes. What? Hey, hey, hey. You can no see Tali's face in Mass Effect 3 if you do the right things and did the right things in the previous games. But, um, I'm just saying, no one ever said put, artists you had put to be... Part A into slot B, basically. Yeah. Uh, Emergency no, extraction she... tube. Um, I voted her entire race killed, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. What? You this is Mass Effect 2. Yeah. I decided Genocide that they should funny. go to war. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, you should fight the Geth. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll be over here in my big ship doing something else entirely. I was really disappointed that your vote choice actually doesn't matter in the third game. Well, I, it turns out nothing matters except for playing multiplayer, so I'm not going to bored with it well, anyway. Well, no, no, no. Things matter for the rest of the game. They just don't matter well, for the ending. <laughs> you, right, which was, I thought, the whole point. Of the trilogy so the, was the, the ending. Yeah, so here's the thing. I finally got to the ending, and I have to agree with the majority of the internet that this ending isn't very well executed. Um, it isn't very good. Um, so I don't like it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how else you, to put it. The artistic integrity of the ending um, is kind of crappy and not there, with the exception of one of the endings. If you look at it right, it's kind of a very classic, old-school sci-fi thing going on. And I could see where they were going for. It's totally a viable ending to the series. I'm cool with it, but it still is very brief and not well-fleshed out. And I'm, you know, I, and there's the other ending sitting there. And they don't make sense. 
and one and the bonus scene you get by doing lots of multiplayer is attached to one of the other endings that I don't I think don't make sense. So I don't know what's going on with this thing. I I I don't want to get into the artistic discussion of last week. I just like to focus on the fact that after watching it all, uh, this isn't a discussion of artisticness. This just isn't a good ending, quite frankly. And As, well, my gen- my general opinion on it was, um, I, I, I you know, Bioware are well within their rights not not to change anything. You know, it's it's yeah. their game; they yeah, don't have to absolutely. do anything. Provided, of course, they're they're satisfied with being remembered that that was a terrible ending yes. to a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I, obviously they're yeah. not since they're releasing an ending. Well, they're they're they said they're extending the ending. I don't know what they're planning to do. There is a great thing if you've gotten to the ending and you think it sucks. There's one small one percent chance that that Bioware could redeem themselves. Go look up indoctrination theory on the internet. Read the article from I think it's Gamefront or whatever. Um, the theory they put forth there would turn that ending into like the most awesome thing ever if that were uh, that, true that, that, yeah, that, that, uh, that theory is full of confirmation bias it's, I don't think it paints a very good picture at they, all they, they, they take apart their own theory within the article so you hear the ideas of how it could work the ideas of how it probably won't work and all that stuff so don't, don't worry it, it's probably not going to happen but I got to tell you the theory they put forth if they did that that would be sweet just totally you know, sweet <laughs> Quinn, that reminds me, like the whole confirmation bias. That's I think that's a big problem in our, as fans we have in, in general. I think that's just particularly like goes back to the EA thing. We think a company's evil, and then we only see the bad things they do, and never need the good. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, he still does find Madden games or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but no one ever says like, you know, I really enjoyed this EA Madden game. Instead, it's like the worst company on the planet ever. I, I don't though, understand. No, what no, 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 no. I thought that I was Activision now anyway. I don't understand that survey. How did EA win that survey when it should be Activision now? It's called no, voting. No, 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 no. You don't understand. That survey was that survey was not just about video game companies. That was the worst companies in America. Period. That and it beat Bank of America, who defrauded the you know American <laughs> taxpayers, and it, it, it like installed people's homes and like just. I'm sorry, EA is not that evil. Jeff Green's no, working Bank for them. No, Bank of America is a million <laughs> times worse. How is? I think that's uh, what it is. Everyone's cold. upset that EA <clears throat> bought PopCap. That's probably what it is. It's just national I'm controversy. To, I, they, they stole from the American people by how exactly? Oh, you really? Okay, I'll give you the, you want it? I'll give you all the information? Yeah, I want it. Let me get yeah. Maybe go, after the podcast Manny's is about done, to drop you know, some knowledge about home loans. Oh, yeah, here we go. It's going to be good. Apparently the P in RPG this week is political. <laughs> yeah. I want to do this conversation. We probably shouldn't do this now. Let's do it afterwards. All right. We'll have to put up a bonus episode about uh, Fanny going May. off on Bank of America. <laughs> Fanny Mac or whatever it's called. Um, all right. Manny Mac? Really? Manny Mac. Fanny May, That's I said. Good. Fanny Mac. Uh, I, I don't know what it's I don't know how to say it. Bernie I, I, Mac. Fanny May. Bernie Mac. <laughs> Bernie Madoff? Bernie Madoff. Okay. I don't know. I don't so, know. Have yeah. you guys been following uh, the news lately? Have you guys been following the news? Yeah, uh, you heard you about this? this? You heard about this? Yeah. yeah. Newt, Newt Gingrich, apparently. He's, he's, uh, he's still in the race. It's, uh, it's uh, terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently there was a uh, Penny Arcade Expo last weekend. No, there wasn't. It was fake. <laughs> it's on the wrong side of the country. It doesn't count. So I wanted to plug that we have a bunch of impressions up from it. Um, a big one of uh, Penny Arcades on the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness 3, which everyone, a lot of Good buzz coming out about that game. It looks kind of like a Final Fantasy VI style game. Um, 
it looks fantastic. The only criticism I'd have is that kind of their background art isn't quite up to snuff to that of, you know, a Final Fantasy VI or something. But, you know, it looks so good that it's going to be fun. Um, PAX East also had other impressions like Heroes of Ruin, Kingdom Hearts 3D, and The Witcher 2 Enhanced Edition, Dragon's Dogma, and Dragon Fantasy Book 2. So you can read all about that. That's up there on our site right now. Um, do we um, have a date so for Penny Arcade 3, by the way? Because I want to play that. Summer. Summer. Just summer? Okay. Looking forward to that. So uh, did you guys hear what? about this? Did you guys hear about this? Uh, hear? Apparently, oh, yeah. Ryan Payton oh. is, uh, oh. is uh, bringing hardcore gaming to, 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 to the iPad. Did you hear about this? Oh. Camouflage? To the did you iPhone. hear about this? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not an RPG, so that's why I didn't no. put it in here. Um, I just wanted to just talk about the big <laughs> in a really condescending tone of voice. Yes. So that's uh, that's that's a weird Kickstarter. I did contribute to that because I'd kind of like to see a cool game like that on the iPhone. Um, five hundred thousand. You think he's gonna make five hundred k? I don't know. He's making the classic mistake of not having a PC version. You know, it seems like every Kickstarter project starts off like we're gonna do a PC version, and by the end they're doing a Mac version, a Linux version, a PC version, an iPhone version, and an Android version. It seems to be how it goes. And they're no, saying, have... like, no, we're making an iPhone version. And we worked with Apple somehow to be able to give you a free copy of it when it comes out. Something that nobody else has ever been able to do. Which is baloney. I, it's so BS that they aren't sharing with us how they did that and improving the industry in general by making it so other people can do that. So I'm kind of upset about that one. Um, but yeah. Unless... Well, I mean, Apple won't let them. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It's totally an Apple thing. It's not really Republic's fault. It's Apple. But it just sucks. Well, you can well, still Chris disagree that they agree to it. Well, he said Republic, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think my biggest problem, I think I have Kickstarter overload because I just, I, know, I can't contribute to anything that's, uh, I can't contribute to every single project that sounds mildly cool. Like now, like Shadowrun, did we talk about Shadowrun coming to the Kickstarter? Um, I thought we talked about some last week, but we're going to touch on it again this week for sure. We talked about it like two weeks ago, because, yeah, they decided to do No, not two weeks ago. It would have been just last week. It wasn't on Kickstarter two weeks ago. Um, Yeah, we can touch on it again. Uh, I have a story here about them. They extended their goal. So their Kickstarter, they wanted 400,000, and now they're going to hit a million, and they did it. They did it, and that means that they have included new stuff like a second city, and better music, and a better level editor, and more content. And they added backers into the... Oh, not backers. Riggers. Oh, they already did that earlier. So anyway, they've added lots of stuff. What were you going to say, Manny? Yeah, I think it's just a little bit of over... Like, uh, now, like, everyone's going running to Kickstarter. Like, maybe it was interesting when uh, Tim Schafer did it. And now we have the guy who wants to make a Wasteland 2. Now we have next Shadow Run. Now we have real triple a gaming on this like i'm at okay a with it though they're they're succeeding they're getting their goals i mean let's, but, let's no but like personally it. at a certain point it's just like i can't do it. enough's enough for me oh yeah i, I mean can't do it. that's the thing as as you're going to learn quickly that you can't fund every project out there and i've already had to start cutting back and not doing every project out there and it's um it's kind of sad that you can't fund every indie project because there's so many of them out there but that's okay um that's if we're going to see where this is going to go realistically we have to deal with that I haven't, I I've, only found one. I've only found, funded one. Sorry. I thought my, I thought my uh, microphone was muted, though. No, no, yeah. Which one did you fund? Uh, a sort of a half um, space game, half roguelike called FTL. 
FTL. I haven't even heard of that one. As in faster than faster light. Faster than light. I know what it stands for. Thank you. <laughs> well, you want to make sure it wasn't trying to lose. You know. Um, they wanted ten thousand. They've one. gotten two hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're happy. So they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I funded uh one of the little ones I funded was Aura Tactics. They wanted like five thousand. They've they've gone over their goal and they're happy. Um, that's going to be a tactical. <gasps> that sounds RPG. interesting. Why didn't no one tell me about FTL? Yeah, I don't know. They didn't get press. That's the other thing is it's pretty much well, right F- now defined in general. If you hit the right press sites, they talk about you. You get funded, and yeah. if you don't, you don't. Um, F- FTL, I think, was because was, the, the, the project is being done by, like, two unemployed guys from China or something. And they put up a, a request on Kickstarter for, you know, 10 grand to get their project off and then get 200,000 in response. So it's like they changed it from like what could potentially just be a kind of small indie project into something that's well commercially viable. Has this team put out a game before? Like, no, I don't think so. Oh, see, that's the worrisome part that um, Robert Boyd has pointed out on Twitter. Is like you got to wonder what the people who've never finished a game or put out a game as a team if they can actually make it through the really hard part of the game development cycle. Oh yeah. So that's that's that would be my concern and temper that. But that's like, the whole point of Kickstarter, isn't it? They don't get the money until they're done. No, they get the money when the project when the Kickstarter's done. They can do Actually, whatever the, they want with the money. This is in the Kickstarter Q and A. According to Kickstarter, they don't force anyone to finish their project, and they say they, their argument is that social pressures will keep people honest. Yeah, and <laughs> someone's guys, there's going to be multiple projects that fail and never produce anything, and people are going to run with the money, and that's going to have yep. a very sobering effect on people. And we're not going to see how well this works long term until we see how people deal with that happening. I think well, um, yes all these projects... no. I think no, that no, the projects that's, that's so right. far that seem really fishy, like it is going to be people who just cut and run with the money, aren't getting funded. I, like I, that Goober yeah, but, who wanted a million bucks for his MMO that he had no idea what it was well, going to be about. Yeah, obviously, but, but I'm we won't even more see like, the end game of this for like a year of just this current the, run. Remember the other RPG that Robert Boyd was talking about that was like a team that never done anything, didn't show off any gameplay in the video? Oh, that RPG Maker one? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's, project. I'd like that's to check on it. I don't remember its so name. Weird. Yeah, that was one that I have no idea how that got funded. Yeah. And some people, there are people that actually put in like a thousand bucks, like all of the high tier rewards. There was like only one or two for each tier, but it was like. A thousand bucks, two of them gone. Five hundred bucks. There was like five different options. And it's for like the listeners. I'm not going to exaggerate. Are, Echoes of Eternity is the name of it. I'm yeah, not going to exaggerate. Like, so if you guys watch the video, this is literally what the guy sounds like. Okay, so we're making this groundbreaking game. Oh, with this come on, session. he's not no, but, good in front of a camera. I mean, no, 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 no. It's not even that part. But it's like if you listen to like the kind of stuff he says, like yeah. we have fully voice acted dialogue yet. Wait, wait, only in cutscenes? No, oh, yeah, but only yeah, in cutscenes. Yeah, that was the one I was listing. It's fully voice acted, but only in cutscenes, not for general text. And he says, like, these things that sound like, like, I'm not trying to be, like, bag, like personal attack on him. It's but a it lot just, of high concept, but very little, you know, they haven't shown how con- they're going to execute sounds, on it. It sounds naive. Everything that yeah. comes out of his mouth sounds incredibly and We're just going to, it's going to be awesome, guys. It's going to be awesome. It's like Trust uh, me, I mean, this is an RPG Maker game. We found someone on DeviantArt who can make amazing artwork. Well, I, I don't know that the game is actually RPG Maker. Uh, I think the assertion was that some of the art shown, the it game screen machines, was RPG Maker. It is an RPG Maker game. They have not been shy about that. They did say that? I didn't see that. Hmm. 
They can't even can, they can't even promise it Steam support. Might right have now. been in the. I know. Yeah, it's not. It's not on their FAQ. So that anyway. guy probably listens to the show right now. and He's really sad. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to discourage him. I mean, go out, make your game, make it kick ass, and prove how wrong everybody was for doubting a fledgling company. That's what you're supposed to do with Kickstarter. And I think if, okay. you, if you're listening, do that. Do that. You got sixteen thousand eight hundred twenty dollars out of your ten thousand dollar goal. Go do it you're you know you you did the hard part so well you did the first hard part get money now do the second hard part make the game so i don't know um it just doesn't look promising based on what we've seen here it doesn't seem like they have it it seems I, like they're new you know it just doesn't seem like they have the the real world experience wait 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 wait, tr- wait wait trouble they're gonna have they wanted how much money Ten thousand. then it's no shock that they're new, considering they think they can build a game for ten thousand dollars. Well, an RPG Maker game, ten thousand dollars to make. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how much it costs, man. I don't know. So I, so, I would think so that should be So here's the thing. Cheap. Let's say <clears throat> you ask for ten thousand dollars, and you get a whole bunch of money, and you spend ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. What do you do with the rest of the money? I, I don't. You, whatever you want. That's Not only that, thinking. though. I think people forget I'm to take into like, account. The the price of prize redemption, Amazon's cut, Kickstarter's cut, and taxes. By the time you're done, you have they have maybe like eight thousand. Still, I asked for X and I got thirty times X and I still spend X. I guess the rest just buys me a nice car or something. And it's like there's no rules. No. I don't understand. Well, I mean you once- probably split it with your team. <clears throat> Otherwise they're gonna be mad at you. Social pressure. I mean, this is. I mean, you're paying the team for making this game. I mean, that's one of the things you're doing by donating, especially the smaller projects. You're asking for so much, and you get so much more. I I don't understand why you would look at a project says, "Wow, they have six thousand times what they wanted." I'm going to give them some more. The idea is what you're supposed to do to make that work, Mike. Is that you're supposed to update your goals and say, "Okay, here's what we do with the extra money." To deal with mm-hmm. that exactly, and you'll notice most of the very big projects like Double Fine, like oh, Shadowrun, yeah, yeah. like Wasteland, yeah. they've all done exactly that. <clears throat> Say that. All right, now we hit this goal. We're going to add this. You know. Yeah. The the ironically, the professionals at Kickstarter are doing it, but the people are just throwing stuff up there and still getting all this money. What is your thought process to give them money? Well, I you know honestly, Mike, sixteen thousand out of a ten thousand dollar goal is not that much surplus compared to like thought, the FTL one 16, we saw earlier. Sorry. No, it's 16 out of 10,000. Oh, okay. So it's not that huge of a surplus. It's just a lot of people wanted in on the game. What um, do you get for being in? Just whatever prize they uh, give yeah, you? Yeah, the prizes, yeah. Maybe you so just want to be involved. You want to know that you were part of funding it, that this is the game you were helped, that you helped make, you know, in a way. That sort of stuff. Or in Wasteland... And that Kickstarter, the entire wasteland would be littered with golden statues of yeah, people I know. with entirely too I'm, much disposable income. What are they going to do with that promise? That worries me. No, they're, they're just going to be the wasteland's going to be covered in money <clears throat> with golden statues of people with too much disposable income. That is just scary. I have <laughs> ten thousand dollars. They put it in a graveyard. Or they right. better do it in a very comical way, because yeah, there's just so much there. I mean, they have to add lore to the world about what caused people to make all these damn statues, right? You know, the, people were joking. You know, the, the the Double Fine Kickstarter, the entire adventure game is going to be like, look at this door. I can Clearly, this is a very expensive looking door. Yes. <laughs> ah, so this is where that money went. That's, see, you see that? Yeah. I saw that. I don't know. Hmm. <sighs> so, uh, Chris, what else is happening in the news lately? 
my IRC nickname is broken. Um, let's see. I was just looking up this other uh, Kickstarter for Anna. I don't know what I was going to say. Okay, yes. Anna uh, needs a Kickstarter? No, it's a... Okay, so there's, there's this graphic novel about... Um, it's like... It's a dis- it's like a dystopian fairy tale world that I just heard about called Fairy Quest, and mm-hmm. I saw it yesterday and I thought it was cool and it has nothing to do with RPGs, but it has snow the Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf are actually friends in this universe and I thought that was a cool concept and I was just going to link it to her so now you know that's what I was doing sorry all right moving on next story Pokemon Conquest <laughs> please have now yes uh, so there's we got a new trailer and we got a date um, June eighteenth. I know. It's not soon enough. <laughs> not soon enough? <laughs> Play yeah. something else. You got other stuff. Oh, we need to pre-order two copies of that game. Why? There's multiplayer. Oh, right. Yeah, there's multiplayer. Oh. I forgot about that. All right. <laughs> we just read about it earlier. Pandora's Tower also has a trailer out, so you can see what's going on here. It's been getting decent reviews, and uh, it's out in Europe, right? And it is uh, You Eat Meat. Pulsing meat, and I don't know what's up with that, but apparently it's got a cool action combat system and stuff, and you should go check it out. Uh, Say put a, what? Put a little plug for Pandora's Tower out there because people are enjoying it. So. Uh, donate to their Kickstarter now. You can get no, they don't have a Kickstarter. John, have oh. you played Pandora's Tower yet? <clears throat> no, I don't own it. Uh, nobody in your house? Right. Nope. Hmm. Our, our house is generally behind on the, uh, the three... Uh, the three major uh, RPGs that were in. Oh, it was Pandora's Tower one of the Rainfall ones? Yeah. Yeah. There was the one people like, I, why is this on there too? Yeah, because I, I, I don't think we have, I don't think we even have Xenoblade in the house. Not yet, anyway. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Demon Souls is going to be shut down. Oh, after two and a half years... The Demon's Souls servers are going to be shut down on May 31st. Atlas has kept them going for a lot longer than people thought they would, and it's going to be done. They're going to have some surveys or something with uh, users who get to decide whether or not they'll have white tendency or dark tendency during the last month, and so look for that. I think they'll be... Is there any way to run like a, a fan server at all? Nah, not that I know of. Mm. It's just no, that. That all this stuff is hard-coded into the game. That's unfortunate when that happens. Like now, now bear in we'll mind never... that this doesn't destroy your ability to play the game. You can play the game offline, but you lose yes. all the the tendency events and. But the like, think about like, for, and like, you lose a lot of the notes. Yep. Yeah, like you go back and see, like like uh, like twenty years from now, people are looking like the video games that changed the industry, and you won't even really be able to experience Demon Souls the way yep. it was meant to be experienced. This is the part that scares me about digital distribution and about um, all these online games. Is that that aspect right there? It destroys retro gaming for a number of these games. I don't see what that's to do with digital distribution at all, since it wasn't digitally distributed. Um, well, digital distribution in the future, um, XBLA games at some point, they'll no longer be such that you can download them again, and you won't be able to authorize them, so you won't be able to play them. Remember, okay. those servers are going to go away at some point. And the, the, yeah. so any really but that's good just games online that got, play, though. That's not no, like... No, like the game will not play, because you won't... I mean, if you need to download it again or something, I used to own that, but not anymore. It just disappeared. Game's gone. Server's gone. Can't re-download it. Can't play it anymore because I can't download it. Oh. Uh. 
Okay. Uh, that, that concept. If you keep a pristine Xbox, I mean, that'll be the collectible item, right? All these pre-authorized Xboxes uh, that have all these games on it that the, the authorization is not expired or whatever. I don't know what can happen. And they're, they're on there. <laughs> That's going to sell for a lot of money. Cause like, oh, Here's the thing I've kind of wondered. Once the Xbox has moved on and you're not using it or you have to worry about authentication and all that, isn't there going to be ways to get around that? I don't, like, there, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this, that I mean, this is all future things. For all I know, Microsoft is going to keep XBLA games going for the next 20 years, and they will well, make sure that your account comes forward and the games come forward. So don't panic. I'm just with saying Store that. being what it is, and God, Microsoft being what it is, I can't see them not doing that. I mean, Atlas is a small company. You're surprised they ran the servers for as long as they did, considering they've never really done it before unless they're using Atlas Online's services to even do it. Yeah. So... You have a company who isn't used to doing it, running a server for two years compared to, I mean, God, how long does Sega run the original PSO servers? But I mean, 20 years is a long time is what I'm saying. I'm talking retro gaming. For all we know, um, Microsoft will go the way of Atari and they're going to disappear. And then uh, all that property may not be picked up by anyone else. And so if you have it on your console, you'll be fine. And if you ever need to get it again, you won't be able to. That, that's the stuff I'm worried about. If my 360 is working in three years, let alone 20. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's the other issue. Our consoles are as reliable as they used to be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The NES died like two years after they stopped supporting it. Uh, you can get a new chip. You can get a new pin reader. Ugh, I was so tired of blowing on cartridges. Mm, let's see. What are we? What I don't are we? know. Okay. We're let's see. Dark Souls. That's what we were talking about. That's done. Ooh, ooh. Trailer for the English version of Nino Kuni came out. I'm so excited for Nino Kuni. Bad news, though. The game's been delayed to quarter one, 2013. So they pushed it back a few, few months. But they released the English language version, and you get uh, a no. lot of. What? No. What? This is not a delay. You guys are morons. Why? Winter 2012 doesn't exist. Oh, good point. They're just clarifying it. <laughs> They finally realized that they are indeed dumb and fixed it. That's a really good point. Because they, they would have had to release it in um, five days of December. In December 23rd yeah, through you're right. 31st. Yeah, yeah. so we're in 2015. <laughs> but, but, but Michael, it gets cold at the end of 2012. That's winter, surely. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, this could be anywhere from January 1st to March something. So whatever Let's be realistic. Starts. This means anywhere from January 1st to June. No, they said quarter one, not... I know what half. they said. All right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I also work in this industry So you can a lot, hear so. the voice tone in the game. I got to be honest, since I've already seen some of these scenes, these, some of these cutscenes, um, almost all of the cutscenes in this trailer are in the DS version of the game. And so it was weird to hear them with, uh, with British English voice acting versus the Japanese that I have in my little demo version of Nino Kuni. Um, I don't know if I like the change. I, I guess that's because I'm kind of a subtitled anime person, but... Um, I think it's you know, it's good enough, and so you can listen wait, wait, to it and judge it yourself. I thought the DS game was different. Yeah, so did I. That's why I was confused because a lot of this was right out of the DS opening, so I didn't understand. I, so I don't understand what's different about the two games. I don't know if this one just has some additional stuff in it, or if they are similar stories but divergent in some ways. I don't, I don't really know. I'm trying to think back to when they originally announced both versions, and they were like, it's kind of like one is a subset of the other. And I was thinking that the DS was a subset of the PS3. 
Yeah. So, like, the DS would get you into it. I hope that's the, the case. And then the PS3 would yeah. kind of explain everything, and that's why they didn't bring the DS over. What are they going to do for the book? <clears throat> They're not going to uh, bring the book uh, over, are they? So all the spells will be in the game, won't they? That's sad. I don't know. Uh, I want I the cool th- spell maybe book. Maybe this is why it's taking so long. That's a collectible item I want. The cool Nino Kuni spell book. Oh, well. Oh, it's oh, a okay. real thing. Yes. It came with the DS version. It was a pack-in. It was like it or something. 50-page plus book that's, like, hardcover bound and all that stuff so in a language you can't read well exactly that's why i'm not importing it <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm gonna go buy a japanese leather book <laughs> yeah maybe john can do it <laughs> what am i doing importing You're nino buying. kuni for the book uh i don't know i don't think so <laughs> all right i didn't know you were that fluent next story is manny you uh <clears throat> you did a q a with the uh, risen Two dark waters uh Community manager. My right? question got answered. Yay! Did it, Anna? Did it? I, I don't know. Mostly. <laughs> eh, um, I think our, our I think our friend uh, Zoltan sums up my thoughts on that interview quite nicely. Okay, here's the thing: is I I know the way that these interviews work. You no, 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 and, uh, and so do I. I, I. No, this is inside baseball. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. I, I know we're well, going to that. Think, no, but There's I think internal this stuff something... we can talk about later. There's some internal stuff you and I can talk about later about this. No, 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 no. Because I want to elaborate this for the readers so that they understand why they get these very, um, uh, these very anemic responses. You, when you give questions like this to the developer, the developer answers them very, very honestly, and then someone in marketing and PR filters them. That is the way it works. Mm. I know very few companies that don't do it that way. Mm. We'll, we'll talk afterwards. Um, okay. The exception being uh, Max over at Torchlight. <laughs> well, Max gets filtered by anyone. Except- <laughs> Well, I guess Perfect World could come down on him, but they're so hands-off, they wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Max, we love because he says things he absolutely shouldn't. And to the point they even go back and say, I didn't say that. To the you point know, he it, says, no, he doesn't say, I didn't no, say no, no, that. I, said, no, 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 no. I, I, I meant like off the cuff, like, you know, like, oh, I didn't say that, you know, ha, ha, ha. I've seen him do that. <laughs> He's like, oh, I said that? Oh, uh, mm. Did I? Hmm, let me think about that. Uh, no, I must not have. You must have overheard. You know, something just funny. He's like, yeah, whatever. I screwed up. <laughs> He's great, though. Yes. Please finish the game. I want to play it. Which one? Oh, Torchlight 2? Yeah. Um, I'm going to type some stuff to you about that because me and Manny have discussed it. About what? what? I don't even know what we're not discussing. So. Yeah, I'd like to know what we're not discussing, too. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I see what you're talking about. Oh, we should move on. So Risen 2 interview, if you want to read that on the site. And Legend of Dragoon is coming back. The long-heralded, fan-demanded reprint of Legend of Dragoon is going to be downloadable on PSN. Isn't this what everybody wanted? Well, I no. can't even remember what game this is. In fact, did it Are even come out in Europe at all? I think it came out like slightly after or slightly before Final Fantasy VII, right? Did it? What are we talking? Oh, Legend of Dragoon. Oh god. Yeah, I remember that. that game. You sent it to me, and I was like 200 hours in, and I'm like, I'm on disc three. Do I really have to review this? And you were like, <clears throat> No. 
Well, Jake did it. But you got 200 no. hours in and bailed out no, then? No, 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 no. It wasn't Jake. It was... Bef- it was um, oh, Jake was the only who liked that game. No, it was somebody else who reviewed it. That's a nice Wikipedia article. Very well defined. On how it's everything munched into one game and how, oh my God, how can you keep playing it? Uh, let's see. Famitsu, 31 out of 40. GamePro, 5 out of 5. GameSpot, 6.4 out of 10. IGN, 7 out of 10. Uh, Wait, Mix. Legend of Groon, the, the famous commercial? <laughs> He's cheating, John. He cut my head off. That one? I have never yes. seen that. <laughs> yes. The commercials were ridiculous. Head. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> Wikipedia. Are you kidding me? The the wiki article for Legend of Groon, it has a plot summary section. It's nice and detailed. So some some jerk, wiki people who maintain wikis are jerks, by the way. Some jerk put this on here. It says, this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improve it by removing unnecessary details and making it more concise. No, don't do that. It's a plot summary. You want details. Yeah, um, I want the it's ability not to a plot. I'm signing with Wikipedia it's not, on this one. It's a summary. It's not <laughs> oh, a whatever. No, no. If you play the game, it would only take them 16 pages to make a summary. Yeah. Oh, no, they you know what? That's a fair going, point. That's a fair point. And then he turned around, and he had this look on his face, and he was like, what? And then he looked at him, and he was like, what? And they're like, uh, together. And then they went over to the place, and they got the thing. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever. The the biggest challenge this game had was I, they everyone just swore that Sony decided to take every cliche they could ever find in an RPG and put it onto four discs. Um, no, they took Final Fantasy VII and then stuffed every single cliche into it and then put it on four discs. Seven no. didn't already have every cliche in it? No, it didn't. No. It only had squares, yeah. cliches. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it Which starts off with a hero cliche. who can't remember who he is. And then forgets no again. No cliches there. <laughs> yeah. oh, was, he depressed? was he depressed? No, I'm talking about and Seven. We, but, um, we are talking about Seven. Yeah. Uh, is anyone going to go and play Legend of Goon on PSN? Yes. I you are. What? No, I'm not. I'm saying I, meant, yes, I, I meant anyone in our group here. <laughs> oh. Not not period. I'm sure the game has its fans. The girls. I don't think any of them work here. (laughs) I don't know. It's one of those games I wish I'd finished. Man, we are negative in the morning, aren't we? All of us. We're just like, oh, this is crap. Just just crapping on everything today. All right. Considering continuing that, Fate Extra coming into (laughs) Europe. (laughs) More stuff to crap on. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But I want to play Fate Extra. Somebody liked it. Somebody liked it. it. Somebody liked it. So. I don't know why you guys are down on it. I'm just making a transition, Mike. So, Fate Extra, the fabulous game that was released here a while back, is finally getting a European release for by Ghost Light, of course. And there'll be a collector's edition for £39.99, whatever you point um, pounds with, cents, quid. I don't quid, see it in the notes, so I might something. be blind. And um, speaking of European things. Yes. Rising Star Games is going to be. Did you dealing... interrupt my story in order to talk about another story? Yeah, because yeah. we're done that story. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. There's we a collector's edition started. for thirty nine ninety nine, and then there's also oh, a non collector's edition. Fine, whatever. What's your thing, Rising Star Games? What are we talking about? Uh, is going to be publishing games with Axis in North America. Yes, that's old news. Who the hell cares? Yeah, old news is in from Wednesday. No, it's we knew Rising Star was putting out games here. We didn't know how they were distributing them yet. Access will be their distribution partner. Big deal. Right. And they're not even putting out an RPG anytime soon. They're probably no, not even going to put out any stuff, RPGs. Which is interesting for you, isn't it? Yes, but I don't need to spend time on the show talking about it. 
I yeah, have, have self-restraint. Like the state of digital <laughs> distribution. Oh, oh, bite me. <laughs> oh, I think. Are, are you prepared to go? Are you prepared for that to go on record, Anna? Oh no, she'd want to be bitten. Don't worry. Oh my gosh, yeah. you guys, drop it. <laughs> Guild Wars Two available for pre-purchase. So, am I reading the wrong news list or something? Yeah. Yes, I linked the wrong one. It's two eighteen. Son of a. I actually read the damn thing, and I can't even find the stories. Okay. Sorry, I forgot to change it this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what episode we're on. I don't do this enough. Delicious.com slash rpgamer slash 218. You can follow along, too. Um, donate to our Kickstarter. Don't so donate. Donate. <laughs> <laughs> Get a real document service. If you want to donate to the Guild Wars 2, they're kind of like, oh, let's do pre-purchase on this, and you'll get access to their beta events, their weekend beta events, one per month, apparently, until release, and they'll have three days of early access if you're pre-order purchasing, and you can see all about it at, uh, what is it, guildwars2.com, I assume? But, will they have an open beta? guildwars.com? <laughs> what? Pointless? No, but will they have an open beta and make sure the pre-launch is pointless? Wow, Guild War- someone else has guildwars.com. Oh, no, what? it just didn't load right. Okay, not loaded. So it's not, it's guildwars2.com is where you want to go. You can see all the editions. There's a crazy collector's edition that you can't digitally pre-order. Um, it's got, like, this big old statue of one of the cat races in the game, and you can see all this other cool stuff. So Still look, yeah. Uh, not the kind of cat race you like. So let's see. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, that's a guy. Well, they have, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> <clears throat> I have not seen the female version of that particular race, actually. I don't know if they have one. Sure, I want to. <laughs> they do. They, they do? have one. After, the, after, the, after seeing the Khajiit, it's like, eh, I don't know if this is working out so well anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's Guild Wars 2, I of like course. the Khajiit. You're uh, crazy. No, it's only slightly an upgrade from the Worgen. But the Khajiit are awesome, dude. They have great accents. They're like Middle Eastern, but they're cats. It's awesome. They look awful. How dare you? That's racist, good You know, sir. they look you a lot to, better than they did in Oblivion. Nice with bad hair days. Okay, everything life. looks a lot better than it did in Oblivion. It's been five years. It better be. <laughs> there are, you have of course, that much hair, and you keep it straight and looking nice in the frozen You have the north, PC man. version, right? Yeah. You can just download the improved Khajiit models. I know. Wait, give them clean Khajiit faces. Or, 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 just, or just download that one to replace <laughs> the dragons with my little ponies. That's so gross. I, I, that one, that mod is awesome, by the way. The My Little Pony oh, mod. Oh, you actually downloaded it? No, I watched the video. I'm not going to spend the time downloading it, but yes, that is awesome. The whole awesome. seconds it might take you? Uh, it's so, it, the effect is, is just fine in the video. I've seen the, the dragons run around saying, yay. Um, <laughs> yay. Yay. <laughs> And then they shoot fire whenever they say that. It's awesome. Uh, let's see. Dragon Age 3 hints. This is... Did I talk about this earlier already? I don't remember. Uh, I think we did. So the, there was a Dragon Age 2 panel at PAX for some reason that I don't understand why it's still re- relevant to have a Dragon Age 2 panel at PAX. But they had one, and they were talking about things they learned from the game, and basically, I'm going to sum it up for you. We did a lot of stupid things in this game and had a very short production cycle. We're not going to do that next time. So there. There's your summary. Um, they loved sure. our April That's Fool's Day fun. joke. They were like retweeting the heck out of it on Twitter and stuff. Oh, all right. 
Which, 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 what, what was I wanting? Oh, yeah, the Dragon Age 3 Kickstarter. Yeah, the Dragon Age 3 Kickstarter so that it would have player written endings. Yes. <laughs> That's really more of a Mass Effect joke than a Dragon Age joke, though. So. Yeah, but it was an easier stretch. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I just, here, here's a, here's a summary from, um, from Shack News about this PAX panel. Dragon Age 2 notoriously reused interior spaces dozens of times, shutting off portions and changing the furniture a little to present it as somewhere new. Fans called for this to stop, and Laidlaw's response was clear. Will do! Like, seriously, like, you needed fans to tell you that was crappy. This just irks me. I'm moving on. Let's well, let's talk about what we should played. Should we call it the Grumpy RP Gamer? We should. Is that our new podcast The Grumpy thing? Gamer. Grumpy... The Grumpy Gamer. Grumpy Gamer. Yes. I assume... Yeah, here's an interesting thing. They're just we're scanning the Guild Wars 2 site because I'm bored. And they've already won 90 awards for a game they haven't released. For Guild Wars 2? Yeah, yeah. It shows well. I love awards. Right, it shows pretty well, though. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You've you not played it at any of the shows? Absolutely boring. Mm. Well, the last one was boring. Um, Go... No. The first one was, this is you at level 5. You're killing monsters on a farm. Oh, wait. You're going to go over here and be level 50 and kill this big purple dragon thing. Oh, you can't really do anything if you shoot it with a turret because you're still weak. And it's magically yes. going to lose health when you right, don't so do that, anything. That's what, was, that's what was at PAX, and I had the same concerns. It doesn't look all that. Yeah. And then the next year they said, well, this year no, we didn't that do that. was last year. No, that was two years ago. No, because, okay, well, then last year we were shooting yeah, stuff in a river. Yeah, this year at PAX we got screwed because they wouldn't let us have an appointment no, and they wouldn't let us it. cut the line. No, 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 and... we still played it. There was, like, this big thing in a river in the water that you were shooting stuff at. Yeah, and you walked around and you were, like, what, like, level 15 or something? really boring. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I'm already bored with this. The and dragon was more interesting. <laughs> they didn't have the dragon this year. No, the dragon last year was weird. Oh, that's right. We managed to sneak into the booth See, at the Do you like the, how the Anna remembers that she hall. did stuff she never did? And once you say that you did it? No, 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 no. When we were looking at the main booth and we couldn't get in and they wouldn't give us an appointment and they wouldn't let us cut the line or anything, you finally played in like the corner where no, I, we like. On the media station at my appointment time where they gave me. A half an hour demo and the t-shirts. Um, I'm talking about Chris. Oh, I don't care about Chris. I played at the Guild Wars 2 area. I, I waited. How dare they not recognize our Chris, might what as a media Tara. giant? You're thinking of Terra, Anna. Oh. Because Michael steals all the Terra appointments from me, so I had to uh, go make other arrangements. I do not steal. It is a mutual agreement no. sometimes. <laughs> no. See, I'm remembering all the details, but I'm remembering it for the wrong game. The wrong the game. Yep. <laughs> yep. My apologies. Did, didn't you go in with someone played with me? Um, Noodle, oh, I think. Uh, it was oh, Noodle. it was Kirith. Well, yeah. Noodle wasn't a pack. It was Kirith. <laughs> yeah, you found but, different people to bump my spot both times. It was well. Great. The problem was is I was working, so I couldn't. I had to do it right in my schedule. Yeah. Guys, guys, let's talk about this after the podcast, please. <sighs> All no, right. This is actually just now Guild Wars. playing. Here's what I've been playing now. I what, this, this yeah, we're done with the news. Oh, Unless well, there's something are. I missed. Oh, Anna, do you have an MMO minute for us? Not this week, no. Oh, <laughs> boo. I'll let you know. Patch 1.2 came out for Star no, no, Wars. No. Instead of having MMO in a minute, we are going to take t- 60 seconds for Chris no. to whine for the fact that everyone who doesn't care about Diablo 3 has the beta, and he doesn't. Go. 
Uh, I got. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Don't do anything. Let me open up my submission form to whitewine.com. I uh, I borrowed Michael's account. I have access to the beta now. Oh. After he went to bed, I was telling him how you were complaining, and you were like, "Well, <laughs> Michael's like, I don't know why he wasn't just playing my account. I had no idea that you had his account." I was logged into it last night. How do you think I told? Yeah, I was checking uh, his uh, refer fan history for that stuff we were doing in a while. Hey, oh. I still don't have my Mist of Pandaria invite yet. Oh, I have that. I have that. Yeah, he's, he's the only one that has Mist of Pandaria out of all of us so far. Yep, I can go in there oh. and show you. Hey, Here's you're a, the only one who's played it out of all of us, so you there's shush. another. There's another quarter million keys that went out this week, yeah. and we I was still not don't one get of any of them. Yeah, I'm just. There is a lot of people signed up for this beta. For Diablo 3? No. Yeah. I'm talking about Mr. Pandaria. No, there was a quarter million that went out for Diablo 3. So No, <laughs> there was also another quarter million that went out for um, Pandaria. That was the story that I saw. I didn't see any Diablo 3 one this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do sometimes. Once in a while, maybe. Okay, I hadn't logged in in four months, and I was happy I remembered the password. You did not spend all the money. I did buy one of the expansions. Okay, okay, all right. Anyway, what I played this week, guys, (laughs) is Mass Effect 3. I talked about the ending earlier. I'm not going to rehash it again. Now that I'm done with that, I'm free to get back into Final Fantasy XIII 2, so I'm getting back into that. That's fun. And, of course, more Hot Shots Golf. Boring, nothing interesting. Sorry, I don't have anything. I'm in betas for everything. I have a beta for everything that has a beta now. So I got Michael's Diablo 3. I got Miss of Pandaria. I've got Terra betas coming out next week. I've got uh, Warhammer Online Wrath of Heroes beta. Uh, just betas coming out my butt, and I don't have time to play any of them. So I have to figure all that out. I don't know. What, I need to prioritize betas. You need to make time. And you know what Speaking the thing is? Butts. I have all this Diablo 3 beta access, and I was thinking, you know, the game's out in a month. Do I actually need to play it on the beta? Yeah, and what are you doing? It? Just, just hold I think you go cold turkey right now. I, I'm thinking I might do that, but I spent all the time installing it. Mike was nice to give me access. I might just log it. You know, it. I think what would be good enough is um, there's a Diablo 3 launch site going on right now, and they're unveiling a new class every week until launch. Yeah. And they have these great little videos that sort of – that. Gives you the backstory of the character, some skill set stuff. I think if you just watch that, that can say change. Say yeah, change and I not. should read through my book of Cain too. Yes, you. Oh, that's it. People get on our case. We're gonna have a book of Cain review. What you need to know before Diablo three launch. And they uh, they, they just put up a portion of the book of Cain on their website or something. So yeah, that's in the chapter. Diablo reveal thing that I, yeah. that I was talking about. Yeah. Those videos, if you haven't seen them yet, they're worth it, especially the 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 demon hunter one. Sort of gives you a lot of background on. A lot of these classes. So you, when you start the game, you'll know who you want to play. Oh, and you know you can preload the game right now if you're interested. That way you can play the second it comes out on at midnight, right? Yeah, I can pre. Yeah, pre-install. I was waiting till you know it was actually. It's midnight May. Pacific. He's not going <laughs> to stay up until two in the morning to play it on launch no, day. No, no. But I'm I'm going to not do the pre-install until like it's actually the month of release. Oh well, that too. You know, I'm going to stay. Awake are you going to have? You're not going to have any time to play it. Nope, I'm you're going to be gone so often in May. Yep. Sure am. Oh, sucks to be you. No, not really. I'll be having fun. It sucks to be people staying at home doing nothing but playing Diablo three when I'm out. I know. Oh, I, you know it's terrible. I, f- I feel so bad. For you. I mean, you're going to be in a so bad shit. going to work all the time. Yeah. And then we're going to Vegas. Oh, well, Vegas sucks I, anyway. Everyone, everyone, please donate your money to Chris because yep. he 
he can't enjoy a video game because he's enjoying life with a woman that he cares about. How I don't want your you have sympathy. such a horrible life. I don't want your donations. How about your pity at least? Yeah, pity's good. I'll take pity. Well, you have to you know you have to wake up to Anna's pun, so maybe. Hey, Anna, did you play anything this week? What do you mean I wake up to? Oh my god, <laughs> we're just dating. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. What? Never mind. Um, Anna Marie, what have you been playing? World of Warcraft. <laughs> All right. I uh, I've been I have a little druid on Seraphim Kittens uh, server who is the president of my fan club and my number one fan, and he will appreciate hearing that. And uh, yeah, he plays on Steam Weedle Cartel, and I have a leveling a druid there. This week I got her from fifty up to almost fifty-seven. And uh, I'm excited to be moving into the Outlands. I've been I've been trying to focus on zones that I haven't done before, so I went through and I did all of Fellwood. And uh, the problem is, is that I'm realizing that once you get to 50, your options are actually somewhat limited. And uh, I did Swamp of Sorrows, and I really like the new Swamp of Sorrows redesign. But I tried to do Blasted Lands, and it was horribly boring. So now I have switched to Silithus. Which has not changed a single bit. Wow, and, and your recounts good. of leveling and wow are still just as boring as ever. Shut up. Nobody knows Seriously. these zone names. <laughs> There's like cares. a zone, and I did some stuff. Just say you're leveling boring, and so wow, I did please. Zone, I did another zone, and there was more boring stuff. We did play and around with the Scroll of Resurrections <clears throat> last night. 60 seconds have been dedicated to Sarah. There you go, Sarah. Your news for World of Warcraft. Oh, you I see. I see. Also, uh, we we played around with the Scroll of Resurrection last night, and I, uh, due to some, you know, we <clears throat> you sent me one to one of my old accounts, and I've got, uh, I just got a free level eighty character out of it. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> no you leveling don't, required. You're not responsible enough for this power, Chris. No, I don't deserve this power. Oh, <laughs> like, that was it. My except, bad. I feel like I hacked the game. I don't deserve this power. I have a <laughs> level eighty dwarf paladin, just, and I had nothing. Named right. New Bella. It's awesome. All right, so I'm going to play around with that. And Manny, did you play anything? Uh, uh, No. I've been playing Crisis 2. Hey, there you go. That's cool, yo. Yeah. Actually, it's a pretty good game. It's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. People kept on telling me it's like a small five-hour experience, but it's pretty meaty, and it's exactly the kind of FPS game. I I can't stand corridor shooters Yeah. where it's just like this narrow thing. It's sort of like a shooting gallery. I mean, this has the stuff that I like Halo for, sort of. You know, Halo would, uh, you know, you'd have a small corridor and then you'd get into these big environments and you'd have like a ton of options for each individual encounter. That whole game is just, here's a big room, do what you want to do. There's like things on every side that you can, you know, you can basically approach it any way you want to. So I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I know I'm a super soldier, but I'm playing it kind of stealthy, which is running up behind people and stabbing them real good. So real these good. are things that I enjoy. I enjoy stabbing people real good. I do. John, you're worth. What have you been playing? This is where I spend several hours talking about Super Robot Wars. Just, just so you know. All right. And yeah, the the the, the um the latest game in the series turned up on my doorstep on Friday, and I've been playing that almost nonstop. Um, probably going to end up being a shoe in for my RPG of the year, but that's just kind of how it goes with me. <laughs> Is there anything unique about this particular version? <clears throat> There's more robots in it. And no other no. Ocelot. It's in Japanese. He imported it. So this is an original or an anime-based one? Anime-based one. 
basically it's a sequel. I I had a review thread up in the um the the uh, the uh, what's it called the staff review blog section of the forum for quite a while for the previous game in the series. Basically, it's just uh it's almost the same series list as the previous one, except all of the uh, stuff that. Uh, only covered their season one plots uh, have now progressed into their season two plots, as it were. So uh, Gundam Double O season one has been replaced with Gundam Double O season two. But haven't these? <sighs> this sounds this... almost as exciting. I don't understand as well. how this works because surely this has been. They've been. How many times do they reboot the plots of these animes in these Super Robot Gore games? Frequently. Oh, frequently. Okay. Uh, the Z series. The, the, the Z series is kind of the the start of a. It was the start of a well. The Z series is likely to be a trilogy, except the second game they sort of made a little bit too big for the PSP and had to split in half. Okay, kind of annoying. Um, but every time, if if a game is not sort of in continuity with with another one, then they just reboot the plot. And some anime series um, are included in a kind of uh, post plot state, so you get all of the characters and their uh, units sort of on uh, at the end of the completion of their series sort of after all their character development so the spotlight is generally on new inclusions rather than old ones um, Z was quite uh, Z was different because there were several um, there were several series included that have been uh, post plot inclusions in older games but have now had their plots rebooted and incorporated in different ways um, but for example, uh, uh, as of um, Z 2.1, uh, Zeta Gundam is post-plot because its plot was covered in the first Z. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. So yeah, no, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I'm probably going to stick a thread up about it on the forums so people right. can talk about it there. So look for that in the review forums, right? Yeah. All right. Sweet. And you've been playing uh, City of Heroes? Yeah, I went back to playing City of Heroes for a while. I, I'm not actually sure why. Um, I think it's just I'm kind of sort of tapping my fingers, waiting for Mr. Pandaria to come out. I'm in that kind of it's sort of pre-expansion lull so in World of Warcraft. Star Wars or something. I don't really like Star Wars. Oh, all right. I didn't. I, I cancelled my account because I just found it boring. Oh, well then, don't play it's Star Wars. Just, yeah. Uh, City of Heroes, I think it's an old game, but it's generally been pretty good to me. I've I've somehow managed to rack up about three years of of time in it over the course of its entire life, which is about seven years or so. And I don't know, I just I just get on well with the community that you know I've sort of I've got friends who play it, and I sort of get on well with them, and I go, go back occasionally. And now that it's free to play, it's easier. Cool. So, yeah. And I still think it's probably the better of the. I, I, it, it, I've I've tried playing all three of the current superhero MMOs. That's City of Heroes, Champions Online, and DC Universe. And I just well, keep going back to City of Heroes because I think it's better than the other two. You know, don't raise so. the bar too high there. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying the other two aren't really much. <clears throat> Wait, DCO isn't much. No, I'm bored as hell with that game. Really. You've yeah. been playing DCUO? Oh, I played DCUO before it came out. Oh. Okay. And it was boring then. See, I my problem with DCUO was it was awesome when we were playing it, and I was really super into it. And as soon as I shut it off, I had no okay, you, motivation to Anna, start Anna, you've it told again. me that about every game we've talked about the past week. 
Eh? You've told me that about about every game we've talked about. And and TV shows and everything else. (laughs) I think you just are in a period of ennui. (laughs) Anna's entered the ennui period of her life. And I'll spell that for you guys in the chat room. Because you were telling me about that, all the TV shows that we were talking about yesterday and other games. You're like, yeah, I was hey, having yo, fun while we doing it. But then when we stopped doing it, I kind of forgot that I would played it at all. And yep. I still want to watch Pawn Stars. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and yes, it is how you pronounce the word. Don't give me that. And not malaise. It's pronounced papillon. Papillon. <laughs> malaise. You're in malaise. I like that too. Papillon. Um, malaise would be bad. Malaise is, I don't feel good today. Yeah. <laughs> That's malaise. <laughs> it's probably no, you don't feel good about gaming unless it's WoW. So it kind of fits. <laughs> but so, I'm going to be playing more 13 this week. That's cool. Which and one? more Skylanders. Yeah, you I'm gonna like play the eight... iPhone game. Oh your... yeah, that's play what I played this week. One. I played Skylanders because I had to load all of my 30 Skylanders back into my PS3. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I forgot the save file, and she won't let me email her save file. She's like, "No, I'll just start a new one." I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, because the the thing that's hard to retain is the progress on the Skylanders. If I retain that, I can just whip through all of these levels. It's 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 nothing, nothing. And she didn't say 13. She said 30. Three zero what? thirty-five or so, I think. No, I have thirty. Just thirty? She said she was going to yeah. play thirteen. And then oh, she said she said that too. I'm play thirteen. Which one? But the thing that I Final Fantasy thirteen. Final Fantasy like 13? the first one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the better game. I'm on chapter nine, maybe ten at this point. Um, but yeah, I just I wanted to play some Skylanders this week, so I booted it up and realized I didn't have my save file, so I went through the intro again and loaded all my Skylanders in. Which and you get to see the great Invaders in voice acting again. I love it. Yes, the guy that plays the ba- uh, the voice actor for the bad guy Chaos is the voice actor for Invader Zim. Like actually Zim. Yeah. It is awesome. No Gur though. It's sad. No. But then we don't have to ask why there's bacon in the soap either. So, yeah, you know, there are, there are some good and downsides to this. I don't know his name, Madness. They're asking me the, the actor's name. I don't know. Do you know the actor's name? Oh, and Is it uh, Richard Horvitz? I don't know. For those who feel the need to feed my Skylander addiction, I'm still looking for the Dragon's Peak level. So... Are you actually putting a call out there for people to mail you Dragon's Peak? No, but if they spot it, let me know. Yeah, I should stop by Toys R Us today, see if they got it. On a Sunday? Not on your life. Well, today's Saturday, actually. Oh, on a Saturday? Not on your life. <laughs> I usually find you stuff on Sundays, actually. No. Oh, Remember, right. That's when Blash, Blaze, Blaze Blue, Blast Blue, ba- Blue Bash came out on a Sunday. So, <sighs> modern, modern, it was an Easter miracle. What's the name for a fool's joke? And I'm the one that got screwed. Mutter, mutter, mutter. <laughs> All right, and Michael, that leaves you. Oh, how long have I been on this, not playing on the podcast? Or like a month? All right, so tell uh, us everything you've done for the last two months. Go. <laughs> that would be easy. It'd be Amalur and Terra, and that's pretty much it. Oh, well, that works. 
How many wolf pelts have you collected? A lot. How many what? Wolf pelts. Didn't you do that like once? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I was a, coming <clears> to <throat> the fact they, they come up all... with lots of weird things for you to collect, Manny. It's very Asian. Okay. They, no, they, it's it's a freaking also, MMO. Like what, like a, While you're out a there doing seeds. a quest, there's some uh, stuff. Yeah, they just make up random stuff. You just click on it until it stops dropping it. Bok basically. choy. You click bok choy. Yeah, no and bok then you're choy. done. <laughs> and you get free stuff. I don't get the complaint myself. If you want to go out and farm it and that's all you're doing, well, then you're an idiot. Go for it. But don't complain about it. Well, you can't. You can't farm it. It doesn't drop unless you need it. So, right. But you can redo the quest. Oh, great. The drop quests are repeatable. So people are like, well, these quests are dumb. Well, then don't do them. Well, no, but like all the quests are dumb. No, all the quests aren't dumb. All the ones I've played are dumb. I've Most of the ones like, have to do with story. I played like twelve levels worth of quests, and they're not fun. And the story is very boring. Okay. That story is not very good, and it's not well told. Um, it's a very old school storytelling mechanic. Eh, that's Which my I opinion. Like. So you tell me your opinion. I like it. Yeah, I think it's fun. Um, sometimes I forget when I'm getting near one of the main quest lines, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is cool too." So I don't really find a difference. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Well, the story quests are really good," and I will admit the faction quests are really fun because they really kind of spell out the whole faction for you. And then some of the side quests are like, "Well, I'm in the area anyway. I'm going to kill stuff anyway. Let's get some free loot." Okay. It's not like it's the worst thing to ever happen that I had to kill things on the way. They're going to attack me anyway. I might as well kill them. I really love killing things. Mm-hmm. You can uh, do that a lot. Hey, Michael, you and I have that in common. We like stabbing people and then yes. watching them. I fight. love stabbing people, especially <laughs> as a hot chick. Clean That's faces like, mod, my favorite mod. <clears throat> the, the best thing uh, is the battle system. And if there are quests to do while enjoying the battle system, go for it. If you don't like it, don't play. Don't whine. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't like this. I'm going to whine forever. Okay, who cares? You're boring. I could whine about Halo. It doesn't mean I do. Mm-hmm. So I just get tired of people like, well, I didn't like it, but I'm going to complain more than I played it. Whatever. Get a life. Oh, you, you, But they promised the my decisions would matter over the course of three games. Well, no, those people aren't complaining more than they played it. No, I mean, remember That's they put in more time thing. than the than their than their complaints have taken so far. <laughs> Tara, yeah, don't re, don't look at the chats. Don't look at the chat if you play the Terra Beta. You're playing an online game with idiots. Yeah. Turn off the public chat. Yeah, okay. But that's kind of part of the problem. The community around that game is kind of crap right now. So I don't see that game going Every anywhere. Every MMO. That game's going to fail hard. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I've got to be honest. Terra is going to fail like every other crappy side MMO that distracts people for a month or two. It, I'm so... it is. I, it, it is, Mike. There is nothing redeeming about the structure going into that game, the community that they've developed for that game. The It doesn't look like anything other than something than things Aeon already tried, and even that game did a real good job of trying to stay with it, but they're falling and having to resort to the free-to-play model. Uh, these, it's not going to last. Okay, here's the number one I, problem I have with what you just said. Yeah? Suddenly, free-to-play means you failed. Uh, it usually does. No, it means you found a better structure to make money. Then if release you fail, as free-to-play to begin care. with. If it's a better structure, you should be launching with free-to-play. Do you not know anything about MMO? The thing that confused me is Ion is free-to-play in its original form. I never understood no, it why it was subscription. No, it never was. It, it was always subscription. 
um, in Korea. Oh, no, I don't know about Korea. All right, so uh, Ion. Ion was subscription based in the UK. Ion subscription based no, in no, no. every region. Ion is originally a Korean game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In Korean, is it a pay to play? It was. It was actually a subscription in Korea. Are you sure about that? Most games released in Korea is free to play because the economics are different there. This is people, why I people was don't own copies of games. They don't own PCs. They go to yeah. They go to they PC go to cafes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think because Ion came out roughly around that time that uh like the 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 free to play model hadn't taken off. There were free I think, to plays before. I think Ion predates it. No, no Ion two thousand eight. It was before free to play was, was well popular. before that. Yeah. We know because we were playing Sword of the New World, and that was a free to play out of. You know, because in 2005, I started deciding whether or not we were covering free-to-play games. That was, like, one of my jobs as content head. No, no, my point is is Ion came out before, like, the massive wave of free-to-play games. I'm not saying the free-to-play games didn't exist. I would say Ion Ion was at the start of the wave. They could have hit it. They chose not to. I just, I never understood why a Korean free-to-play game was subscription in North America. That that was the point I was trying to make. Well, you just kind of hit it on your own, and then you decided to back off and pretend you don't know. And the economy that? is completely different in Korea. Therefore, a paid model probably doesn't work. And yet you're still surprised that it didn't work. Well, I'm asking, but I'm still going to challenge you. Well, if free-to-play no, is so much better, why isn't it not launching free-to-play? <clears throat> because you don't understand how MMO works. Apparently not. Everyone who has studied this knows the lifespan of an MMO player is three months. So, what you want to do is when it's new, you get them to sign up. You try to get them to sign up for longer than three months, which is why you give them the discounts for six months to a year. You take their money, you build on it, and you try to get to your first expansion. If you get to your first expansion at that point, you're good to go because you've made what you needed to do. Then you can do whatever you want. And a free-to-play is how you continue to keep these people playing because you realize that they only play 10 hours a month and they probably don't want to pay 15 bucks. That's when you drop to free-to-play. Like Lord of the Rings had to do. Exactly. It's not because the game failed. It's because nobody wants to fire up $15 a month for a game they don't play that much. No, but it means people lost interest in the game. And I would consider Lord of the Rings... You lost interest of every single player game you've owned after you're finished with 30 hours. Right, but I, I guess I would consider... Lord of the Rings to have been successful. They maintained pay-to-play for quite some time before finally they having this so transition. Money they sold their company. They did? Who made Lord of the Rings online? Turbine. Who owns Turbine? Microsoft used to. No. Warner What? Turbine um, was independent and sold to Warner Brothers. Turbine was independent. Dollar. I thought, I thought they, they were sold from one company to another. Dead. All right. No. No, they were independent and they were struggling desperately. They were hemorrhaging cash. Sweet. <laughs> Sold for nothing. They they were actually firing developers. So you consider the game to be a success? Intended to develop more stuff for. Okay, I consider the game. I don't understand this. Continue to run it with a profit. It doesn't matter the model. It doesn't matter, you know, how long it's been for you know. So three months of pay to play dropping to free dropping to free to play, even though it looks bad from a PR perspective, is actually just part of the successful economics of managing MMO, right? No one said three months. DCU online. I said the average DCU online is a failure. Oh, why is that one a failure? Just because, because you don't like it? Oh, because, because it, it never got, made money. Never made money, According and it got to sold who? to someone else. Running. Where are you getting these Sony. numbers from? Sony said so. 
Sony said so, DCU all blah, 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 never made money. They claimed when the process, they said, we, in order to try to make this a viable product, we have to go free-to-play. Okay. That is different yeah. than their, we're going free-to-play. But your, your model was like, try to make it three... Lot, yeah. Their choice for DCUO months, was right? shut it down or make it free-to-play and bundle it into the Sony station. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was literally their, option. their options. And this was not something they made any bones or secret about. No, they were totally open about it because they had to decide what to do with the model. So how much is long enough to be considered successful? I told you, if you can make it to your first expansion as a paid service, you have done a good job. Okay. Who's been which doing is something, that? Uh, which is something, say, City of Heroes managed because they released City of Villains, what, a year or so in? I yeah. think. It's City... It always confuses me because it's an NCSoft game, but yet it has a City doesn't feed. do hardcore expansions like they do lots of soft up well no yeah they did they did small things and that made it more yeah confusing. They, did, they, they were, they were, they've only done two paid expansions and the time between them is quite drastic and quite drastic but they do so many little updates that it doesn't really matter yeah. you could probably get two more out of that oh yeah no i mean the the the, uh, the only reason i mentioned city of villains was because it was a rel- it was a kind of it did kind of fit with the old expansion model Right, um, City as, of Heroes in, had a different lot of content. Yeah, City of Heroes had a different way of approaching it because what they did is they released just enough um, content in a package to get people to resub for three months. Is basically yeah. how it worked, and they and were making yeah. more money doing that than they would have been selling the expansion for forty dollars. Yeah, I mean they're on that. They'll be shortly releasing the twenty third of those coming up. Issue number 23, the next major content patch. And I mean, bear in mind, every time they put out one of these issue patches, it gets re-reviewed, it gets recovered by all these sites. So they're getting amazing press out of it, too. Oh, yeah. There's, huh. there's like, the there's MMO some sites that have, like, six yeah. reviews for this game. Yeah, MMO sites. MMO, I mean, MMO sites we, will eat up anything. All right, so what are we no. talking about? Because the uh, it, equivalent it's, patches on Sword were microphone? never... She can't. It's, it's okay, a, Sword it's, isn't no, a no, good example. No, no, that's a feature, man. She's auto-tuned. Uh, Sword is not a good example. Mostly because... Uh, what PR? Uh, nobody right now. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> NCSoft is a PR machine. All right? They reduce something in any of their games, you hear about it. That's not a shock. Well, what that's... that's, that's uh, hang on. Wait, what I'm surprised about is how Guild Wars ever survived. I don't understand well, how that game's profitable. I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, either. Guild Wars has had fifth card transaction. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, it. one person at a time. <laughs> uh, I Mike, don't understand uh, how you can pay fifty bucks and then play for three years. And well, because they release expansions, and they, you pay they, fifty they, bucks yeah, for each expansion. Micro, uh, Guild, uh, Guild Wars does have microtransactions. Yeah. Okay, it didn't. Early on, I guess no. they added. No, that. it didn't. It's something that they incorporated later. Yeah. But they, had, they and before that, they had expansions, and they're making money by releasing. Expansions. They had two expansions. Last they had three or four, uh, actually. They had three, and they were sixty dollars a piece. Yeah, they were just as expensive as the original game. Yeah. All right. That's how I, they didn't, I thought. I guess by the time I saw them, they were forty bucks or something. But yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. They, they've dropped in price. Uh, I don't know. They gave me the whole tri pack once for free. Mm-hmm. Never mess with it. Well, now that they've got microtransactions. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah although, those ones are much more limited in scale anyway, than the, whole, the other ones. So. The whole point of this is I don't say going free-to-play means you lost. It means you're changing your business model, and I don't expect 
most MMOs to last more than 18 months on a subscription base just because of the attention span of your gamer. Sure. That makes sense. So even 12 months. You know, if, if we're coming back and it's, you know, spring 2013 and Terra goes free-to-play, I consider that a win. Spring of 2013 yeah. is a win? That's, if they make it an entire year. But that's year, not their first expansion. Model, you said they need to make it to their first expansion. Now you've changed it. Well, they don't control their expansions. Korea does. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Did the, does the game need to make it to its first expansion or not, Mike? Because you've said I say both if now. You did, <laughs> it, no, I said if you did, it's an automatic win. But even if you make it a year, it's a win. You're going, as long as you have made enough money. I think money, Terra will make it maybe six months. Before it goes free to play. Yes. So we'll see what happens. It hasn't. All right. Yeah. I think it has. I, I think it'll go a whole year. I think it'll relaunch free-to-play going into Christmas. It will not relaunch. Well, whenever you go free-to-play, it's a relaunch. They always, it's all, they always make a big deal out of it. That's not a relaunch. I mean, Ion yeah, didn't relaunch. Yeah, they Lord did of the, the Rings next, relaunched. Ion is doing it. They haven't even done it yet, have they? Ion? Ion's gone free-to-play. Yeah, they're free-to-play everywhere now. I'm sure if they could have made it that have enough publicity as a relaunch, they would have liked to... They did, because they, they called it Ascension, and it was the Ascension you wanted for so damn long that you finally have, and now you don't care. No, it isn't. None of that stuff from the trailers in the free-to-play expansion that they just released. Ascension, 3, Ascension is supposed to be what was in that video. Uh, I, I don't think you're correct about that, so we've got to go check that out after the podcast. Let's not belabor this. Because I'm, I'm interested uh, in checking that out with you. So we'll check that out later. All right. So um, with that, what else do you The newest mechanics <laughs> include ground and flying mounts, player housing, in addition to the crafting systems, and sieges. Can we look at it later? No, I don't want to look at it later. Because I want to look at it visually and compare it to that trailer and see how much. You're well not going to see it at level one. No, but they released trailers for the expansion, I'm sure, that we can compare to the vision trailer. Uh, do you still have the vision trailer somewhere? We can find that on YouTube. That's ah, what YouTube's YouTube. for. That's right. That's all it's for. <laughs> it's old trailer. It's so either on YouTube or it's on our site, Michael. It's one or the other. Uh, don't we only link YouTube now? Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> we found that. Oh, let's yeah, save some Vision, money. The Vision movie is old enough that we were still using the movie server at that point. Maybe. We'll see. All right. 2008, maybe. Maybe. All right. All right, all right, all right. Did you play anything else? Let's get them off MMOs. Anything else, Michael? Just more MLR. Like I said, I'm <laughs> almost at 100 right. hours. And. I'm to when the Michael's city. not playing MMOs, he's playing games that feel like MMOs. I'm playing games that were designed like MMOs. So, yes. other than that, it's it's fun, an MMO right? for when you hate people. <laughs> that's all the time. You still enjoying the side quests? Oh God, I love this game. All right, that's all I wanted to hear. All right. Oh, well, I, oh, oh, I really want to know. Are you going? Yeah. Did you get the first bit of DLC, and are you going to get the next one? Ah. Uh, did you know DLC came out? Yeah, I knew it okay. came out. They they have this, That was the problem. Is I went to go buy it on Origin. I clicked the buy now button and nothing happened. So I said, "Hey, I'll try it later." Ah, oh, all right. Because I have to get it through Origin. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for them to make their stuff work, and it probably works by now. I haven't played it in a week. Oh, yeah, Origin's I, fine now. I'm under contractual obligation to say that, by the way. It's a Lucifer.com joke. Never Use mind. coupon code RP Gamer for ten percent off Mass Effect Three. <laughs> I said um, so I said Origin is fine now in a tweet to to Lucifer. And I, oh. they they won't let me live it down. Did they go out of beta or something? What origin? No, yeah. it's still it's still in beta. Probably be like Google beta be there for like five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been too busy working on my new job. So Farmville is still in beta. Just Castleville saying. still in beta. Everything's still in beta. Make lots of money on yeah. you, but it's still in beta. 
I love my new job. Oh, by the so, way, D- uh, Dark Souls, we missed a story. Dark Souls coming out on PC. People really wanted it to be on PC, and now they're going to do it August 24th, 2012, worldwide. And include they new, new, enemies, new enemies, new bosses, no word on the translation changing. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Because that would be useful. Eh, it's okay. It's, it's not a big... You don't go to that game for its translation, Mike. Uh, it's just... It's, you probably it's, don't go to that game at all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I had enough of Demon Souls, and it was fun, but it was a little easy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know of anyone who sums up Demon Souls as being easy, but okay. Well, I did realize that I managed to kind of play during White Tendency for half of it. And that did make it a lot easier. But I even played when it was almost pure dark tendency. And I was kind of like, I don't know if I was just too high level at that point or whatever. But I was kind of like, eh, this is kind of boring. Just walk through, kill things. Eventually you get to a boss. and You have a lot more patience than me because you should be dying more. I only died like eight times that whole game. You beat Demon Souls? I got near the end. I don't know if I finished it. Probably (laughs) not. All right, fair enough. I got bored with it. It was too easy. I, what, what character class did you do? Uh, I don't know. Or what sort thing? of? You did melee, and it was just easy. Yeah. Wow. I want to know your character build. <laughs> I want to do. Well, that I one. had some help from Chrissy. Okay. She gave me some items. They were cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I didn't really pay as much attention. I kind of just played it while doing something else. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's all I played. Like all I right. said, fun games nobody cares about. That's uh, that wraps us up. Then that's all our now playing. Thanks for joining us for the show today, everybody, and thank you for being on panel. If you'd like to leave us feedback, it's podcast at rpgamer dot com, or you can call us at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. And you can also leave a message on our message boards at board.rpgamer.com. All that stuff ends up here on the show. Um, yeah, man, give me some good questions so I can stick it to Chris. That's right. You do that. We also have Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgamer. And, of course, uh, what else? Facebook is rpgamer. All that sort of good stuff. Social networking. Social network with us. Uh, I hope everyone's enjoying Xenoblade Chronicles, but I haven't heard anybody talking about it on our site, so I don't know if they are. I guess everyone oh, that played it out? last year. Yeah, it came out on April 6th. Oh, uh, I should go get it. Maybe. Disgaea, yeah, it's an awesome game. You should go get it. Um, Disgaea 3 oh, yeah. and, and Witcher 2 are coming out next week, so enjoy those. Disgaea 3 is on the Vita, of course. And we it's, have a review up of it. Do we? Is it, is it sad that I'd rather play more Itadaki Street than Xenoblade? No, it's sad that you're not playing it with us. Well, we tried that. Yeah, I liked it. Why? No, the problem was is we couldn't Wait, now you can because you two are separated. When you two are together, you can't play. Sure oh, I just like you guys. Play. I just like watching you two play and heckling the hell out of both of you. Yeah. Anna needs a yeah. copy of the game. Actually, she doesn't. Have you guys it. were separated. What happened? Oh, shut up, Miley. Oh my gosh. Um, no, that is one thing I don't like. Those you can't you can't play two player locally and then add a person. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a dumb design. Oh. Is okay. it lunchtime yet? I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. So with that, we're going to sign <laughs> off, and we'll see you next week. Um, is there anything else to plug or mention? I don't know. Man, Ify's coming up. Ify is coming up. All right. Till then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Well, not till then, but till Oh, and 
in very short order, we are going to post a schedule for May and June because we're going to be missing some podcasts or rescheduling some podcasts. Yeah, well, yeah, things will be shuffled around. You so, know, I think this should be my opportunity to be come in here, record a podcast, replace you, and then never give you your show back. Okay, sounds good. Works for me. Look at Saturday mornings back. It'll be fun. <laughs> Fire me, Eric Lanigan style. All right, with that, we're gonna sh- sign off and. Oh, dude! Uh, okay, we need to talk about that. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> bye, 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 bye.